Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Spencer Klingon. Tonight is uh, some of the members of the Roundtable crew, Dan, Alex, and Brian. Hey, you almost forgot your name, dude. I, I, and I've only had half a beer, so we're recording. <laughs> Our name to remember, There guys. we go. Give we're, a break. We're in the auxiliary studio tonight, the <laughs> kitchen table studios. We're actually on my back deck in lovely, sunny Sacramento area. Actually, back what? Yeah, the back deck. The, the deck. The patio, the, the covered deck. The deck of the back house. patio. Yeah. So if you hear fireworks going off, it's the neighborhood. You know, Spencer, I, I got a patio of the you day. being a Navy guy about how clean your back deck is. <laughs> Obviously, you've been out of the service for a while. Yeah, this is not looking <laughs> ship shape. There you go. Uh, well, I did know. notice the entrance is in the rear. Fucking A. <laughs> any port in the storm, boys. Any port in the storm. It's going to get a little bit uh It ain't game. It's tonight. underway, baby. So there we go. Yeah, Hayes Crane underway. Hey, hey, it's great to be back um, after a bit of hiatus with, you know, uh, the zombie apocalypse and the world coming to an end and all, which it has. I am legend. Right, exactly. Name the original, and it's not the Omega Man. That's uh, the Yoda version. Legend am I. There you go. It's Actually, still called, it's, it's, still I am it's legend, the right? last man on earth with Vincent Price. Quarantine, you must. There's your, uh, there's your sci-fi dystopian future trivia for the night. Okay. So, uh, rebooting normal life, man. We're getting back to, well, we're starting to get back to normal. Off air, we were just talking with Alex, who's our roving correspondent. And uh, Alex, why don't you go ahead and um, give us, uh, you know, I'm kind of going to, we're going to start this topic later, but arcades and barcades reopening, man. Talk to us. Well, as far as I know, next Friday, June 12th, California will get the green light to open up barcades and arcades of any type during phase three. As far as I know, um, I can guarantee arcades will open, but for sure bars and, and bars that have arcades with them will definitely open up back up again, um, uh, with limited, you know, capacity and whatnot. Um, I'm looking forward to that happening. Uh, I've seen there actually are already a couple of bars with uh, one or two pinballs that have opened up in my area, which I'm real happy about. I haven't gone to any yet, but plan to soon, maybe next week. I'm dying to get out and play some location pinball. Um, I'm hoping uh, Coin-Op opens up next week. Shout out to Ace Jedi and the crew over there. Absolutely. Um, I have a feeling it will if uh, Sacramento gives them the green light or if they want to open at their own will, they can. They can do whatever they want at this point, you know, because it's it's not up to Newsom. It's up to the county if they want to reopen or not. So well, Gavin uh, Newsom says they can reopen, but the county needs to first. Right. Fanny Ann's was supposed to reopen then uh, with the recent goings on. Yeah, but that's not ahead. happening. It's, but it's probably going to happen next week, though. I right? hope next week. I can't. Okay. I don't have any word on that. And that's Steve uh, Borrell's game. I was talking to him a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, I have no word on about Fanny Ann's. Whose games are always kept just tip top shape. Oh, absolutely. So um, sadly, we lost a location. Yeah, Vallejo Vinyl and Pinball. Yep, I think that got out to everybody. Um, if you don't know yet, Vallejo Vinyl and Pinball is a record shop. They had all kinds of live music, hip hop. I mean, they would they would feature live music one night. It'd be hip hop. The next night it'd be country. I went to a show. Yeah, yeah it was great. And the next night it'd be a metal band. I mean, it was great because they just 
Goldine like, put on hell of a production. Yeah, everybody was welcome, man. Every form of music, every style, every every person. That From E40 was, records. Yeah, to, that place was a real, you know. Rock records. Yeah, it yeah, was a real whole gym. assortment of records. It was pretty and, awesome. And, and a great selection of pinballs, and it's a shame to see it go. However, the Flipper Room, uh, which wasn't looking too good, is looking like they're going to get back in the game real soon. Yeah, um, they're hoping for a July. Uh, I talked to Mike Reddy a little bit about that. Um, he said maybe uh, whenever they get the green light to open up, they'll open up with pinball and restricted, limited social distancing. Um, that means no tongue, people. Exactly. Just don't. don't uh, I mean, come on. There are rules. Yeah. Quit licking doorknobs. Yeah, don't don't be inappropriate. Just don't. Yeah. Dude, my middle name is inappropriate. There you go. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's good to be back, man. Oh, I, I, I told Alex earlier, you know, the last episode we did via uh, Zoom? Yeah. I, I lost all of your audio. Like, I got about five to ten seconds of you and Alex's audio, and I lost, I, my audio came in perfect. Mm. I have no idea how to fix it, and I just gave up. Yeah, for got, some reason, with Dan gone, it was the highest rated show ever. I was going to say, <laughs> you, guys, you guys missed out because I was particularly brilliant that night. You actually were. Yeah, I you came were. up with all the solutions to all the problems, and now it's gone. I don't remember any of it. Dan I, figured out uh, how to fix flaky back glasses. Dan turned Elvis into a mediocre game, into a terrific game. He figured out, the, he figured out a better solution than a cardboard. He figured out how to make <laughs> toppers that don't cost $600 and give you free extra modes. We're going to yep. get to that. Damn you, Spencer. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't build the fucking Tell Shaggy. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Sacramento area, Bay Area, we got stuff going on. Free Unfortunately, Gold I've talked to Matt. Um, he's actually opening up. Well, I don't want to get into details about that yet. Okay. Because we don't know for sure, but um, if you there if you read an article or go onto someone's Facebook thing, you'll see something about Free Gold Watch. What about, I cannot tell you what it is though. You'll what have about to figure Phoenix out. Arcade? Phoenix Games. Yeah, I, I talked to Bryce. They say that they may open up uh, pretty soon, maybe cool. Julyish uh, into June. Okay. Uh, Contra Costa is kind of a little different. They're handling things way different than Sacramento. It looks like they're part of the. They're kind of part of the Bay Area. Right. San Francisco. Um, we're looking at it August. We're looking at August. What, and, uh, what about uh, uh, sadly? Uh, what about uh, uh, Pacific Pinball Museum? Any word? I have not heard any word from Pacific Pinball Museum as to when they're reopening. Okay. And of course, we all know that Cal Extreme was canceled. Cal Extreme canceled. Canceled. Yeah. canceled. Finally. So, um, uh, you know what? God bless them for like you know just holding back and waiting and see. You know, yeah. instead of just you know cutting the cord, they just they held on. At least they're thing. opening things up. To where we could play, and, you know. and there will be virtual California Extreme. There is going to be that. Of July. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to so, work, but you know what, man, have to them. Online seminars, uh, the yeah. works. Go to the California Extreme website for all the deets. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it's cool. I think it's going to be neat. You know, it'd be cool to see like the virtual seminars. I'll check it out. You know, my plan is to just not shower for like four days before it, and then it's going to be just like being in California Extreme with the smell near the DDR games. All exactly, and then. I'll probably also get really drunk at the same time, so it'll be just like being at the You'll be hearing guys playing Boom but Boom Dollar all day on the DDR. You'll have to burn, like, you know, 70 or $80 every time you drink a six-pack of beer if you really want to replicate the experience. Or smoke, Mr. Ed jumps the gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> and so, Reno, press starts already open. Correct. I talked to Mark, and I talked to another guy named uh, Jeffrey Newman. He's kind of been a pinball advocate for a while. 
friends with Neil Schatz and Mark Conan. Um, played in tournaments back in the day, you know, kind of right. semi-retired from that. But, uh, yeah, he was telling me um, we had a long phone call conversation today, BSing about pinball, as we always do every week or two. And, uh, yeah, he's saying press start is already opened. They now have seven machines, though, due to the fact because they had, did have to reduce their lineup just to – correlate with the social distancing guidelines and they have done a terrific job of spreading everything out it looks like all right nice jeffrey sent me some pictures i'm so a big fan good. of when things when certain things get spread yeah, yeah. like peanut butter exactly coronavirus peanut, peanut butter coronavirus peanut butter especially but it depends on the dog jiffy <laughs> skippies just remember, boys, it's not cheating if it's your dog. Because right yeah, no, it's your dog. Peter, Peter Pan whipped. Got to go Peter smooth, Pan. man. The whipped Peter Pan. Peter gotta, Piper you, picked you, a pack of peanut gotta, butters. You got you to go, go with the, the good stuff. I'm terrible man. at tongue twisters, so, you know. So. You are terrible. Yeah, I am. That's what she said. So we got... we That's got you're no good at we tongue got, twisters. You know, arcades and barcades, place that pinball. I haven't heard anything about Uncle Vito's pizza, but I imagine next week it'll probably be... Uh, I talked to Chris a little bit today. He's temporarily taken out all the pins there because, uh, you know, he's, they got to kind of make way, you know, and tell him, rent. Can, tell him he can leave stranger things out because they have to distance. Yeah. Or have Mickey uh, post a dumpster fire video. Of stranger things. Day, you know what? It sinks if the games are out. And I will go back, like we've mentioned, for those fries. Fucking hell. Guys, buffalo with or fries. without pinball, if I will still go San, If you're here in Sacramento, go get those buffalo fries, but those Thai fries. I didn't have the Thai fries. I went back, and oh. I need some Thai fries now. Those things are legit. We're not even going to order pizza. We're going to go there, and uh, we're going to make them bring back the pinballs. <laughs> bring back Iron Maiden. Yeah. Or we could just get to-go fries and then Iron, Iron Maiden and Jurassic Park house as much as we and want. Deadpool and, and Deadpool. And Deadpool. Well, you could also go down to if it when it opens back up, and I'm assuming the three games will be there because they were pretty well spread out. Would uh, be Holy Diver, and they had Holy they, Diver. They had Metallica Premium, ACDC Premium. Iron yeah, no, that'll Premium. open right. hopefully. And they next also week. had really good pizza. And I think they're going to open up next. I week. have not been should. there yet. I need, I need to get down there. It's a great place. You said Blind Pig's opening back up, too. Next right? Friday. Right. They have sold Sopranos. Shout out to David Horning, Big Dave, uh, as we know him as. He bought the Sopranos from Blind Pig. Oh, that's funny. Yep. <laughs> he loves the, he loves the game. Best Good. Soprano story ever was when loves loves the game. Justin, Justin, Justin. I actually watched the entire series. I, I've never seen an episode. It's great. Still. I love it. I, I end up mocking it all the time. Speaking of episodes, what were you guys watching on uh, on quarantine? Uh, I was watching Rick and Morty, Office, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Seen every episode of it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, Stranger Things, uh, Sopranos, obviously, and yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Right on. Uh, my wife and I were sitting watching a lot of ER. So, and uh, Nurse Jackie. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she'd be, uh, well, no, ER, uh, uh, way before Nurse Jackie. We watched Nurse Jackie, too, actually, so, and then what else were we watching? I forget, I, but it was, she was watching, then I'd come home and I'd watch, oh, I never stopped working, I never, you know, I, there was no, because we're health and safety, technically, so I worked straight through all this, all this recent 
time. Where um, are you watching, Dan? Uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of Animal Crossing. And shout out to Evan over at Blind Pig. He's a real <laughs> solid dude and an awesome pinball wizard. Yeah. I mean, I know Brian having the kids so much was probably watching a lot of uh, PBS. and We watched, uh, well, besides watching the boys, I was limiting their, their, their viewing. But we watched a good amount of movies that their mom sent over. Uh, we got to watch a whole bunch of all the Shreks. Yep. And uh, Puss in Boots, the Madagascar. A lot of movies were pretty bad, but the ones the boys really liked was we watched um, Frozen, American Tale, which oh. I haven't seen since I was a kid. Oh, shit, American Tale, that's old school. I, I haven't seen yeah, that yeah. since I was a kid, and I forgot how kind of brutal that movie is. Yeah, yeah. that and the, the sequel, Five Will Goes West. Yeah, they're they're pretty intense. <laughs> like I was like, man, it was it was intense. Five Will Goes West. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing we watched a lot of on like YouTube. And it's if your listeners out there have grade school kids, and it's great because it's very educational. Is Mister DeMeo. Okay. and it's this. It's like he's like a third or fourth grade teacher out of Jersey, and he does a whole series of stuff towards kids, like facts about Venus, Mars, ty- the Titanic, hurricanes, all sorts of great stuff, and it's actually pretty entertaining. Um, we watch a whole bunch of just random YouTube videos. I want to learn how to carve concrete. So you watch some crazy British guy like in Thailand who shows how to carve concrete rocks. Just really random, weird stuff. I'm People here know me. I'm not exactly the most normal person on the planet. So And how? I dig, I dig the fact that you're not normal, man. Uh, you're normal. And a whole bunch of YouTube, some pinball vids because Atticus discovered pinball streaming. So he's watched... About 700 hours of people playing games, which <laughs> right. explains why all of a sudden he's gotten a hell of a lot better over the quarantine. Did all Jack Danger? No, like random guys were like, it's a crappy camera angle. And he's like, hey, watch me play Earthshaker for 45 minutes where you can't really see what I'm doing, but he likes it. And That's the awesome. scary thing is now he can watch like Twilight Zone, obviously. And now he's starting to understand the Twilight Zone rules without having played it, which is scary when he starts rattling stuff off. Randomly, when you're driving down the road, and he'll be looking like, forward to league next season. And he'll be like, "We're driving down the road." Hey, Dad, what you need to do during Powerball Mania is just shoot all your metal balls up into the power field so you can try to collect the jackpots easier. <laughs> right Genius! On. It's so easy. It's like I got this. Yeah, he's he's going to be the next uh, Bo and Kieran's. I can see it. And he's what five? Five. Uh, he's gotten a lot better, but he also has the same thing where he'll be playing a game and Dan's seen this. He'll be like, he'll get like a jackpot and he'll leave the game to go tell you. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, with ball save, I yeah, assume. No, he'll just leave. He'll be like, he, he's been playing Iron Maiden before and he's I got playing, a jackpot, Dad. We're good. And he's playing because they're, Dad, I got jackpots. Like, but you lost all your balls. I don't care. Uh, I think I told Dan that uh, awesome. he he's was like, I've already won. Is it he was playing? <laughs> That's awesome. He was playing Maiden one night, and I'm doing dishes after dinner. He's like, can I play Iron Maiden? I said, sure, go ahead. And he starts rattling. I can hear the sounds going off. Oh, he's doing pretty good. And he comes, he's like, Dad, Dad, I got a soul shard. Cool, kid, whatever. You know, you're five. Sure as shit. I finish dishes. I go over. I watch his ball drain. Fucker got a soul shard on Fear of the Dark. Wow. <laughs> and it's just like. I've never got a soul shard on Fear of the Dark. <laughs> okay. How'd you do that? He's like, well, I just hit the, I hit the spinner. <laughs> and then I hit the ramp, Dad. I was like, yeah, but that's not how you do it. You got to hit the ramp first. Well, yeah, but then I hit the ramp. Then I hit the left, the lower left spinner. 
God, that's like, so hard. Yeah, it's it's really neat to see him start to understand that there's rules to the game. Uh, it's it's just interesting because when I was his age, my goal was to keep the ball in play. It was all of our goals. <laughs> his goal is to keep the ball in play, but he's also learning what to do. Uh, you know, we've all played those games. You remember playing when you were a kid. Uh, Spencer, it was for you, I believe it was what you had to actually carve the ball out of stone or something like that, right? Uh, but, you know, like Dan and I have talked, when we were kids, you'd play like an Adams family. You didn't care what you did so long as you got to see thing come out of the box. Right. Or you're playing Funhouse. Man, if you got rooted to sleep, it was just the coolest thing ever. Your goal was to see that specific toy do its thing. Right. Which is still his, like with Funhouse, just get rooted to sleep. But now that he knows he can get there more and more each time, now he's starting to understand, okay, now i got to start going for jackpots. And at five, I had no no clue. Yeah. Because at yeah, five. You didn't grow up in a house full of pinball. No, I didn't. Either. No, I didn't. My, you know? Yeah, I, I got to play very rarely when I came here to Sacramento to visit my grandparents. I mean, your son's watched Pinball 101 70 times. I, at least. At least. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, let's get it. This is awesome. Well, let's get into some news. Uh, news. Oh, I got da, 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 news. You got some news? All right. Uh, Butch Peel. I don't want to see nudes of Butch Peel. Nudes of Butch Peel. I hope either. Oh, wait, you said news. news. My, my bad. Yeah. Sorry. News. Sorry. With this That's quarantine, right. I've also been watching a couple of channels where the kids don't get to see. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have. Uh, yeah, news is uh, Butch Peel, who was formerly with Jersey Jack Pinball for about eight years, uh, pretty much since the beginning of Jersey Jack. Uh, he is now, uh, he's recently left Jersey Jack, and he is now over at Chicago Gaming Company. Uh Makers of Find re-issue uh, or remake pinball machines, Medieval Madness, Attack from Mars, Monster Bash, and coming soon, I believe. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows for sure. Maybe Cactus Canyon and an original, possibly unlicensed theme or no licensed theme. A licensed theme, theme with what? With Spooky and Ben Heck. Ben Heck and so and going on. Uh, a licensed theme, I believe, with. Um, uh, 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 Mark Ritchie is wow. now with Mark Ritchie. So that's in the I've news. heard that. That'd be cool to see another Mark Ritchie game. He's yeah. Quite a so few I don't know, man. I used to think that, and then I played Stranger Things. And then, hey, what's the dude's name? I'll, 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 take, I'll take your IJ cheap then. Okay. Uh, again. Hey, man, you can take Zach Minnie's partner. Too. What's Zach Minnie's partner's name over on the, the Pinball Network? Like, I don't know. Um, Hardy? No, I, I actually said it earlier. He's over. He's, uh, he's over. I have. Just so you know, I have no idea what this whole Pinball Network is. I know that it's like all the other podcasts in the world, like, join the Pinball Network, but, like, I don't watch or listen to any of them anymore. Isn't this, like, the NWO thing in WCW back in the day? Sort or of, kind like of, that? actually. It's maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he's uh, over at uh, Jersey Jack Pinball now. Who is Butch Peel? Butch Peel. Weren't you at the dinner uh, when I gave Cliffy the... Sure. Butch Peel was like a programmer, like I thought. Two or three years Butch ago. Peel was with Jersey Jack. Jack couldn't make it that year because his dad was dying. Uh, yeah. And yeah, what does his he dad. Do? He was with his dad when he passed. Um, he's an engineer by trade, and he's the guy that you could call him on Christmas Day at 3 a.m., and he'd walk you through a repair. Or oh, a so he's, he's an engineer at Jersey Jack? Yeah, as engineer. Uh, uh, the guy's got a, like, a long history. He used to do some kind of weird engineering for the for the government. I mean, well, at least that implies that they're going to be making new stuff. 
rather than just yeah. using all the existing stuff. Of, uh, and and he did some tech support. I mean, he's just he's a really sweet guy and a really righteous dude. And we wish him well. And I think that's a huge, huge catch because I mean, he's just he's one of those guys you can call and talk to. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, if I'm CGC, I don't do that. They've got a sweet thing with the remakes. Yeah. So we well, already covered arcades, barcades reopening, world getting back to normal. Um, Stern releases and is already starting to ship Ninja Turtles. Um, in fact, isn't the Flipper Room getting one? Uh, yes, they are getting a Ninja Turtles. And so <laughs> is... A pro. I'm assuming Coin Office, because I heard that uh, Joe's getting one. Yeah. So He's going to probably get an LE premium. Right, that's, right. that's his pattern. So yeah. Ninja Turtles, you guys seen some video? Yeah, I watched yep. the streams of it. Yeah, looks pretty good. Uh, it looks awesome. My first thoughts. Uh, by the time Ninja Turtles came on and around, I was already in the Navy. And I, I, mean, I knew the about the comic Navy. book, and I read comic books my whole sense. life, and I still do. I never got into the Ninja Turtle comics, so I was, yeah, I know. It, yeah, so, you know, any port in Star Base. Um, <laughs> remind me, if I get a couple more beers in me, I'll tell you about the time in Hawaii I lit a hooker on fire. True story, not on purpose. It really was, it wasn't on purpose. Brian, I told Brian the story. That's he hilarious. Um, yeah, I got Did called, I got called the Spencer the Torch for on fire. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway. Not uh, officer fire? I was not engaging her services, if that's what you're thinking. Uh, um, it was a random happenstance. Whatever, you were burning the evidence. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> and people were like, tell this, tell this fucking story, right? So, okay, all right, I'll tell, fuck it, I'll tell. Okay, it's in Hawaii when I was there, right? It's probably still the same now. You could not buy booze, beer, or wine, or any liquor at a grocery store or liquor store after midnight. But you could drink in the bars till 4 a.m. So we're leaving the club, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. We're walking the mile and a half, whatever, back to our uh, Fort Jerusi. as a free military park in Jerusi Beach. So we parked there because it's free fucking parking. So we're sobering up and walking back. And I'm coming around a blind corner. This is downtown Waikiki, tall buildings. Out of the corner of my eye, I see something coming right at my Johnson. So I just, I just brushed my hand away. And it was some hooker reaching for my package. And my cigarette cherry caught her yellow spandex pants ablaze. And she's screaming bloody murder and she's patting herself out. <laughs> That's great. Hey, it's cheaper than patting you out, right? Right. <laughs> well, cheaper for him. Oh. Anyway, that's that's my story of how I lit a hooker on fire. Never, never. My Navy buddy still to this day. Remember that time you got really shit faced with so, a fire? The more you know, <laughs> the more you know. Dan and I are pretty much close to the same age, and when the Ninja Turtle cartoons and toys came out, I was already kind of out of my toy phase. I wasn't doing uh, really toys. My brother and his friends though collect. Why does your brother? <laughs> No idea. We're listening to my phone's such a piece. We're listening sorry. to Brian's phone. That's all right. So I never got into the toys. I remember I'd watch the cartoons. My brother had them on. I'd check it out. Um, the toys were kind of cool. My brother had them. His friend had all of them. But I never got into it. But I'm excited to see the game. I was kind of sad to hear there's no the original voice actors aren't back. I think yeah, that's really that kind of a shame. But I watched the streams. You know, Attica seemed he gave a positive review. For a five-year-old, so I'm looking forward to trying it and seeing what it's like. They both look cool. Right, like, for now on, if I ever want a game, I'm just going to Atticus, is this a good game or not? I, fuck, man. In Atticus, we trust. Well, you know? oh, well, he <laughs> hated Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but you know, it's cool to see because they are going after, right now, that real core demographic of their their younger buyers where they're not the older. They're, you know, they're guys probably like in their, what, 
mid-to-late 30s. on, like, the 40s. <laughs> mid-to-late 30s, early 40s. Mid to late 40s. Yeah. You know, because I'm only 43. Dan, you're, like, 43 or 44. So it's, it's only, like, a couple of years earlier. My brother doesn't turn 40 until Monday. Yeah. And he's at, you know, he's just, it's that tail end that they're going for, and they're getting it. It's a good theme. It's a solid theme. I mean, I'm not excited that it's the cartoon because, yeah, that cartoon was a little it was, a, was not the Ninja Turtles that I like, but it was I not the like, comic book. I Ninja did Turtles. like the arcade game, which was also based on the cartoon, and so it does have some music that's flat out out of the arcade game, which I yeah. think is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like John Borg, you know, he's definitely got the stroke. I mean, he always turns out a good game. Uh, it seems like Dwight has really killed the rules on this one. I think it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be deep and complex, but not Dwight complex. So I think that people will will like what's going on there. And uh, the graphics are, like, super good. They're very, very faithful to what I think that everyone wants them to be. How funny would it be is if they decided we're going to make it Dwight complex, and all they did was put in the underwater level from the first video game on Nintendo where you had to go and disarm the bombs. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Well, and I think that it's just like, you know, he needs to put in like 48 times multipliers. And then everybody's yeah. just like, oh, I don't know how to play this game. Yeah, I'm really looking it's forward got to two it. buttons. Uh, it looks a lot. <laughs> it's definitely a better thing for me than Stranger Things. Oh, gosh. That just ended up being just a complete and utter disappointment. And I love because... games with a 10-year-old girl with a nosebleed on the back glass. That's awesome. Well, That's I, great. At, first, at first, I thought it was just Drew Brady in a party years. But I was wrong. <laughs> oh, man. You know, no, I, you know, the show is great, though. The show is great, and I was so excited. You know, the and show I, was. And I'm great. gonna give. I'm gonna give Stranger Things more. The mall. Oh, the mall is the best I, because you know, I, I, you know, the boys started watching. I sat down, and started watching with them, and because Russ is like, "Yes, yeah, this is really good." And then the boys look at me, and it's like, "Yeah, was that was like when you were mom were kids?" And me and Russ looked at each other, and we're like, "More or less, yeah." You know, <laughs> and so that I love the show, and I'm hoping they do more with it. But back to Ninja Turtles. I'm kind of with you guys, you know, looking at it, the rule set looks good, the theming looks good, the integration looks good. Like I said, I, I'm not, you know, I don't hate the theme, I don't love the theme, but I, same with Jurassic Park, but the game is phenomenal. Um, I think Ninja Turtles is going to be a solid hit, you know, um, and I'm looking really forward to playing it. Upper flipper, cool side shot, so, you know, the, the, the button that actually does something. Um, where it changes the lanes. Well, on the limited premium. It's going to be a better, unless they really, really screw it up, it's going to be a better game than the original Data East Ninja Turtles. Oh. That's not the greatest game. It's not the worst game on the planet, but no. it's definitely it's not the greatest. Not the greatest uh, game. Drewster out of Reno brought a really nice example uh, to Golden State two years ago. Ninja, he brought that Ninja, to RoboCop. And you know what? And, and I played Ninja Turtles maybe one or two times before, and I got a few games on his, and uh, he's done a really nice job of, of getting it cleaned up, put back. Whoa! It's it's not a terrible game, like I said, it's not a great game, but you know what? It's good for you know it's it's fun to play a few games. Every game doesn't have to be the world's deepest game. Go yeah, for the doesn't. sewer. No, the the uh, my main issue with that game is way back in the day, the local Seven Eleven had a Funhouse, which I was completely addicted to, and I came back one day and they replaced it with the Ninja Turtles. And I gave it a go. And it's like, this is not Funhouse. And of course, even back then, it had the normal Data East kicker issue that that one has still, unless you do the upgrade kicker, where it would catch and it couldn't kick the ball the way up because it's a, it's a poor design. But again, these games are supposed to last like 30 plays. You know, it's just, it didn't work right. 
Right. It's a it's not a bad game. I love. I still love the backlash. I yeah. think it's a great backlash. Is it anything to do with artwork? Is good. Does it have anything to do with the cartoon or the comic books? Not really. But it's your typical. I think it's kind of more like the movie. It wasn't even that. Era. Like if you remember, if you remember the graphics on that, it, it featured none of the. It, like it's kind of you know I just miss me being a man again. You know, right around that age is puberty time. Right then, I just remember April O'Neil just busting out of that outfit. Which she absolutely didn't do in the movies or the cartoon. Right. Nah, she busted out of it. No, you know what? They were talking about that though on one of the podcasts, and they had uh, Dwight Sullivan on. I forget which. I think it was the the loser kid, or the it was the loser kid, and uh, which those guys do a great podcast with that guy. Uh, um, and they had Dwight Sullivan on talk about the rules and stuff, and then it made some change. Like like they're not going to have anything with uh, April and it tied up and like that. They're kind of keeping it real, you know, G rated. Which I get is cool, but you know, busty April no O'Neill tied up is pretty fucking cool. So, um, well, they they have to, you know, they're yeah, not gonna, they're not going to do the comic. You read the comics? I know Dan did. I actually I sure never have. have. I've never read an. They were comics. incredibly violent. That's what I've heard. Like I they never were brutal. Read them. I was, they couldn't they couldn't do it like that. Though. Yeah, they they, they take Shredder's head off. I go back to the days. I go back to the days of reading Howard the Duck and uh, you know X Men, uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, Daredevil is always my go-to. Moon Knight, I wish I still had. I had every single issue of the original. Just so you know, Ninja Turtles is directly inspired by the artist and the author's love of Daredevil. That's why the Ninja Clan, instead of being the hand, uh-huh. is the foot. Is it really? Yeah, love like, Daredevil. They, always love, they Daredevil. love like so that, real. like that Frank Miller era run of Daredevil, and so oh, that's fuck. what Ninja Turtles was based on. Oh, nice. So it was, it was much, much more hardcore. Yeah, it was. Splinter instead of stick, stuff like that. Yeah, even as a kid, I just remember seeing like my buddy had all the Ninja Turtles, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty violent," but it was cool. And for me, you know, my comics weren't my thing. I like Gru the Wanderer, and yeah, how many people know what that one is? Really, I read Gru. Yeah, Yeah. I love Gru just because well, Sagar Grunners did it, and I loved his stuff in Mad, and that's more my comic books went. I just heard Al Jaffe just retired Mm -hmm. at ninety nine. Bless his heart. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, good for him, man. Uh, that, that's well, another thing. Mark just kicked the bucket. Yep. Yeah, Mark Drucker, yeah. Which is I, too bad. I loved his stuff. Oh, of course. Yeah, that guy was yeah. that guy was the prototypical mad artist. Yeah. Man, I, you know, and I understand that a lot of people just like, maybe it wouldn't have been a big hit at the time, but if they'd made mad, that would be the Data East to own now. Oh, yeah. that it, For sure. It was. It would have been their fun. That house. would be so unbelievable. I that would have been I would cool. kill to have a mad. Yeah, that would have oh, been great. Too. I mean, because we all grew up reading it, you know? Yeah, and it was just, like I said, it's just a <laughs> cultural touchstone. Man. But yeah, Ninja Turtles, I think, is going to be a big one. For yep. I mean, I think it's going to do real, real well for their locations. I think a lot of the home buyers are going to get it. They're going to be into it. I think that it's going to really, I think it's going to. Can you like, go top Jurassic Park? Uh, no, no. Jurassic Park's awesome. But um, I mean, I think that it's going to do a lot for Dwight's but you know, reputation. But you know what? There's a lot of hey, people out there going talking. to Jurassic Park. Talking. 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 Me talking. Go. Me now. Go. You wait. Go. You don't interrupt him. You don't interrupt him. You interrupt me. Okay, you bastard. Go. It's going to do a lot for Dwight's reputation, which had been taking a beating because nobody seemed to like the rules on Star Wars. Nobody seemed to like the rules on Ghostbusters, even when he fixed them. They loved the Game of Thrones redo, and everybody was like, oh, fuck you, Dwight, over uh, Monsters. So I think that this rule set, everyone's going to look at Dwight and go like, oh, Dwight's a fucking pimp. Like, uh, he's kicking ass. 
you know, nobody remembers that or seems to remember that he did Star Trek Next Generation. Well, but he that's did the getaway. 20 years yep. ago. Yeah, almost 30, 30 yeah. years ago. I yeah. mean, you know, it's like, what have you done for us lately? And like I said, you know, I I love almost all those games. You know, I haven't played enough monsters to really like, you know, damn him for it. But I know he was going for like a getaway like rule set on it. Yeah. Or a Terminator 2. He was going for a Terminator 2. But I mean, I think that Star Wars is brilliant once you... Star Wars sucks. Star Wars Everybody sucks. Buy it. Uh, <laughs> didn't I think too. Star Wars is, is pretty <laughs> damn good. That's what I just said. Uh, once, once you get used to it. And I think that... Uh, you know, he's been doing really, really good work on a lot of the games. I mean, Ghostbusters is kind of a train wreck, but, you know, they fixed it. So I think that this game will do a lot for his reputation. I think, again, it's going to just keep Borg cemented as, as Stern's number one game. Although you... Elwin's coming up hard. Elwin's oh. already got his next game in the can. You know, Elwin's coming up on it super hard. <laughs> Elwin is coming up on every, all the designers super hard. He's had two home runs for Stern. Yeah. Maiden and Park. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, taking a game, and not just him, the whole team deserves the credit no, for taking a game, Jurassic Park, with very few movie assets and making it a really good game. Well, that's not Elwood. He did that. That's well, he had a hand. Elwood made team. those shots, and that's just a fun game to shoot. It is. Like, yeah. it's got such good shot flow, but it looks like Turtles is going to... Bucket, turn off the podcast. Shot. We're going to go invade Adam's house, look at his windows and his doorknobs and play this fucking Jurassic Park. How about that, dude? Let's go to Mike Ridgeway's place. No, <laughs> no. We're coming. Mike, we're going to do it. We're going to do it big. Let's Doc, go. Doc, Doc, it's be a lot easier over. to go to Jeff's. <laughs> oh, he got one too, didn't he? He got a premium. He got a premium. He got a pro. He, he got, got a pro. Hold well, on, we're going to Jeff's. You got to go grab Atticus so we can play Pirates. Yeah. And probably get a high score, so... But yeah, I, I think, love that. I think that that game is going to do good things. I think yeah. so. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to play it. You know, I mean, fucking any new pinball. At this point, anything new, anything different would be great and is going to be great because you know it's like I like I just want to get out with you guys again and go go get. Well, I'll try the what is it fries? Thai fries. Thai fries. We'll get some more of the hot wing fries and uh, Jesus God, those were good and. Uh, it just, it just hang, man, and just like we're doing now, you know, we'll get together and just hang out, have sodas or beer or food. By the way, don't forget there's cake. It's a four way cake. Cake by the ocean. Yeah, it was, was Seth's birthday's Monday. We had his party tonight. Yeah, I think those boys have worked that cake over. I yeah, would, as they so should. I, I can't have it. Was, any, it was so. one yeah. quarter carrot cake, one quarter red velvet, one quarter chocolate, oh, and one quarter German chocolate. Jeez. It's good cake too. It was really moist. The funny thing is, the German chocolate took over the other two spots. That, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And who the fuck eats red velvet? I mean, like, <laughs> red velvet's so good when it's made right. Are you uh, kidding me? I, I I've never. It just it creeps me out, man. You know what really creeped me out about red velvet is I know chick flick. Uh, watching with Rusty years ago. Watching uh, um, oh fuck, what's the movie? Um, still Magnolias, and they make a red velvet cake that looks like an armadillo. And that just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Red velvet cake, and it's made from scratch. Remember, right? My grandma taught me how to make it. It is amazing. It has to be. You can't do the mix. It's awful. It has to be done from scratch. Yeah, yeah. What one? So, guys. Uh, the fruity one. Uh, segwaying into the next topic. With, with turtles. With, so, what's... Yeah. It's kind of like... It's kind of like Jane... Jane said, the bomb strike back. Did you read the script? There's a script? There's a script. Um, exactly. Let's do some uh, fun game for us. Guesses on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Topper, what it's going to look like, 
How much it's gonna cost? Well, cost is gonna be an arm and a leg. That's already given. What kind of mode would it? What could it add? My guess, the topper is gonna be the topper of the the turtle van, or the old pizza shooter, and it's gonna turn like the Dalek. And it's gonna actually shoot little discs. At you. I was going for all April the safe with like thirty eight triple E's tied up, but you know. <laughs> So obviously, so are we, are we I'm on a rampage. Are we talking tonight. about Jurassic Park topper now? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Um, hold on, let me check. I don't want to get out of. Uh... No, actually, we're going to Hot Wheels. What's your show roll? <laughs> All right, so we're talking about the Jurassic Park topper. Nice segue, okay. Brian. Nice so, segue, Brian. Has everybody heard that there's a $600 topper for Jurassic Park that comes with an extra mode? Yes, yes, I have. You spell Jurassic Park and you get to play a special extra mode, and it's $600. In Canada, I was actually, when Brian got here, I was listening to the latest Canada. It's the second episode in a row where he's just gone on a 30-minute tirade about how bad Stern is screwing over the pinball public. With So, man, I know that not all of us read Pinside, but for those of us who did read Pinside last I, week. I have not. The, the Pinside thread on this is awesome. <laughs> so, so have you have you read it, Alex? No, I've not. So it's like five thousand posts long now. It's not, but it's really really long. And give us uh, the TLDR. Oh, we could. I am. So basically, you got dudes who are pissed off that's turned into a six hundred dollar topper. You got dudes who are pissed off that they can't get the mode that's going to come with a six hundred dollar topper. You got dudes who are pissed off that apparently the topper's out of stock already. <laughs> and then you got one motherfucker, uh, wacky bracky, who's like, "Fuck y'all." I'm buying the $600 topper. I've ordered the $600 topper. And so everybody's hating on him. And then like the next day he says, in my defense, I was pretty drunk last night when I ordered it. But I'm looking forward to getting it now because they did a video on it. And now everyone's like, that does look pretty cool. So you got to love Pinside. Like, so it's such a cool community because these guys are instant outrage. And then they see it. And they're just like, I don't know, man. You know, $600. So I, I haven't seen pictures of it. I haven't looked at the thread. Is it look like the normal crappy, like, Iron Maiden topper? Or is it more like Black Knight no, awesome no. topper? So it's nothing like Black Knight. So when it's off, it basically looks like a bunch of flat, uh, you know, plastic panels. Okay. But when it's on... Everything you know lights up in different sequences, and it's got like a lot of a lot of a lot of life. Uh, there's no moving parts. There's no mechanics. It's all just light. So it does look cool. It looks like for four hundred bucks, it would be about the equivalent of like the Kiss topper, which I've always thought the Kiss topper their was best topper they've done besides Black Knight. Besides yeah. Black Knight, which is just amazing. But the divisive thing about it is this mode, and the mode. If you watch the Zach, uh, the Zach Meany, uh, whatever it was, uh, straight down the middle, is that what he Flipping does? out. Flipping out. Well, yeah, he's on I mean, the pinball show now. Straight yeah, down the middle uh, is what he branded it as. Uh, he actually unboxes it. And, I mean, it looks like a topper. And he throws it on the game and he plugs in the one plug and then it's working. And then he plays the mode. And the mode is like goat mania or something. And it's just like, that's it? Really? That's what you gave him? Like, everybody's flipping out. Ah, over this, like it could have at least been something really, really awesome. I mean, come on, Stern. Well, I, so I'm curious. So if it's just a light mode and you have to spell the letters, how long is it going to be before someone figures out how to build a board that plugs in and does it? Well, I mean, it depends. Like from from what I'm understanding, Stern is putting shit on lock. You know, like let's 
like the other thing that I heard lately was that Stern has declared war on Pinball Browser. And Pinball Browser is no longer be, going to be compatible with new Stern games. And that was because motherfuckers figured out, oh, Pinball Browser is a great idea. We're going to sell it. We're going to sell these features. We're going to sell custom ROMs. And I guess that what happened was that like one of the last shows that went down, like the dude selling custom Pinball Browser ROMs were right next to Stern. And it's all fun and games until they see you making money. Oh, yeah, of course. And then they're like, well, that's our job. We want to make money. That's what we do. Well, so I think that, you know, they put the kill on Pinball Browser. Now, I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of, you know, technical-minded dudes in Pinball who I'm sure can figure out how to do anything. But, you know, is, is you know, it going to be the kind of thing where, like, yeah, someone's going to make a workaround mod? I have no idea. But, yeah, this is. This is the future of pinball. You know, this is what you're going to get. I mean, love it or hate it, you know, we live now in the era of, of $500 plus toppers. I mean, this is like, what, the third or fourth super expensive topper. You have Star Wars. Yep. You have the Medieval Madness one, which is crazy expensive. Uh, and you have the, uh, now you have this one. People are paying up to a thousand bucks aftermarket for used Ghostbusters toppers because they don't make them anymore. The Kiss topper goes for big money. Everybody knows it doesn't matter if they charge six hundred dollars; they're gonna sell out, yep. and they're gonna be expensive on the secondary market. So it's just like, guys, quit your bitching. If you got a Jurassic Park and you think you want the topper, do yourself a favor and spend the money now. Yeah, no, you're you're right, and like all that stuff's gone crazy expensive. And like, and the funny thing is, you mentioned, you know, you know, aftermarket stuff for like thousand dollar aftermarket <laughs> secondary that's out of stock. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make the whitewater decal when those show up in NOS condition, NOS condition, going for for that kind of money right. too. But the, the whitewater decal showing up in NOS condition is because but you it's can't find them. Like a thirty year old part right. that has been long since sold out. I yeah. mean. You know, it's not that it's just like, hey, we made this two years ago, and I didn't buy one then, but I've got to have one now. Yeah, that and the creature hologram. Those are the two, you know. There's a new, like, answer for the creature hologram. It's like 150 bucks or something. It's not a hologram, but it's like a, it's like a, I think it's like a sheet of Lexan with, like, an etching on it, and the lights are built into it. Looks awesome. Yeah, I saw that. It looks pretty cool. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I gotta check that out. My hologram is kind of shady, but it's not like complete. It doesn't look bad. But it's not like complete garb. So I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta spend three hundred bucks on a new hologram. But I admit that I've thought about it because it's just like, man, what happens when it goes bad? Yeah. And then you know, there's the Mike D mod, but it's just like, fuck, you know, those. That, things that's are, the animated those one. Right? Are going, yeah, those that one's going, sick. Yeah, those things are going for like a thousand bucks. Doesn't Brad have that one? Uh, uh, Brad had one. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, his is that is. Awesome. You know, it's it's problematic and complex, but it's super cool when it works. And then, uh, but now you have like this other option where dudes are uh, like, yeah, they're making new kinds of, of uh, holograms for that. So, I mean, you know, pinball will figure out a way around the problem. Like, there's um, no two uh, ways um, about uh, it. Uh, pinball will, um, uh, find pinball will um, you know, find a way. <laughs> you know, chaos. <laughs> Tied back into the pinball machine. Bam! So, is Hot Wheels on the line yet? Or I think they were taking orders like a month ago. Oh, well, yeah, but, you know. Well, if Stern's, <laughs> if Stern's back on the line and they're running, then I would say that probably Americans running. Spooky, I know, is running games again. They're getting games shipped out, um, which will lead us. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anymore. 
about Hot Wheels other than I know they were taking orders and they should be back up and running since since Stern is. is I really want to play that game. <laughs> me too. So yeah, me far, too. I've been really into both of American Pinball's first two games. Yeah. Uh, I think Houdini is way better than people give it credit for. I mean, sorry, that game sucks. Don't buy it. Um, and I think that Oktoberfest is better than people gave it credit for. Us. And honestly, I know a lot of people are shitting on it as a theme. I love Hot Wheels. I think Hot Wheels are cool. Well, I, love I, car, went, I love car games in general. Yeah, so like, I, I went back. Check the shit out. I heard a podcast a while back. I forget which one. And they had some of the guys on there from uh, American. And uh, Joel Bowser. Uh, Joe Bowser. And they uh, um, went through and they kind of uh, uh, fixed up the programming on the spinning car. So it's not just spinning all the time. It spins during, you know, certain periods, certain modes, collecting bonuses, multi-ball, stuff like that. So it's now kind of a thing where, oh, it's spinning because you're doing something now. Okay. Not just, oh, okay, it's spinning because it's spinning. I haven't seen, like, streams or anything of that game in action, so I don't even know what the spinning car really does besides just spin. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I want to play it. It looks cool. It looks fun, you know? Um, and, you know, who doesn't love Hot Wheels? I mean, you know, it brings you back to a time when you're – it's kind of like for people in the era of Ninja Turtles, man. It brings you back to a time in your life where you were a kid and there was no real responsibility. Um, you know, like playing Star Trek, playing – Dan's cool new Star Trek. I went over to Brian's and played it today. Yeah, isn't that thing gorgeous? Oh, it's beautiful. It plays great. It plays faster than Mother. Man, yeah, it's, it's great. Wait, you have a new start? I have, I bought a Valley Star Trek. Oh, yeah, that's right. My boys love Hot Wheels. You know, they're right at that yeah. age. You know, they're yeah. three and Too five. Many Star and they, they have Hot Wheels. They have newer Hot Wheel tracks, and they're cool. They got boosters. They've been making custom tracks. They're jumping them all over the place. They're cool. And, Hot and, Wheels have and, always been cool. They still are. And you know, no matter your you know socioeconomic background, man, you get you know when you're a kid, you know you can always you know get mom or dad to foot the bill for a Hot Wheel car. They're still in most places about a dollar thirty. Yeah, exactly. The exception are the monster trucks. Those are four bucks yeah, a pop. You like the special ones. Likes. Like it pisses me off when the Hot Wheels five bucks. Yeah, and it's not that you know they're bad. You know, usually they're a little fancier, but it's just like Hot Wheels are supposed to be enough. Do you remember when they made the ones that had, like, the real rubber tires? Yeah. I loved, there was, like, a red El Camino in that series that I must have owned, like, 10 times. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I'm, awesome. I want to play, like Dan said, I want to play Hot Wheels, too. Um, I love Houdini. I love Oktoberfest. If I didn't have to get rid of the Guns N' Roses for the other crap, I would have traded it for a Houdini. I remember you talking about that. I still want a Houdini. You know, that's a fun fun game and it's definitely like dan said it's a it's tight shots yeah it's hard but i like it and <coughs> octoberfest is fun too they i have a bag on the animations on that game too and i don't get it i think they fit the theme well the theme of that game's fucking great yeah it's <laughs> like, a great, I like the different modes on it's yeah, it's, it's, props, it's yeah houdini's probably my favorite magic themed pin out of the what the three the top three basically right right you know it's just it's cool yeah yeah it's not better than theater magic but I'll, it's, well, it's, I'll disagree. I'm not a big it's, theater it's a fan, cool but game. yeah, I'm not a big theater fan. I think so. Pinball Magic is the coolest. I just like the skill I shot. I think Theater of Magic's the best game, and I think Houdini by far is the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking hard. That game is fucking tough. I, 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 I like Houdini. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I need more time on it. Oktoberfest, I think, is a fantastic game and criminally underrated. I still want to play an Oktoberfest, like at someone's house 
where I have just like unlimited time. And you liked it more as last year? I played it a bunch of times at Lawrence, but I mean, I didn't really have unlimited time to like. Did the drop target work? No, it was very very hard to hit that towering ramp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, But it's when you hit it, it's sweet. It was actually Don Hiley's that was there. The other thing about Hot Wheels. For the Oktoberfest party. Yeah. Is uh, Hot Wheels is looking like it's going to retail out at about the same price. Is a Stern Pro. It was much that's cheaper. Great. Yeah, that's like great. like they really dropped the price. Yeah, that's and that's good. genius. I mean, what's well, they, it also hopefully get more into arcades and barcades. Yeah, they needed to do because you know they they somebody and I mean and this is the thing that you know deep root dun 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 keeps coming and saying we're going to be cheaper. You know, somebody needs to get in there, and I mean, and here's the thing: every pinball auto is bitching that it's getting too expensive. It's getting too expensive. So, hey, man, if a company comes out with a great game that's cheap, you better fucking support it. You better show those guys that you'll you'll let them win at the economy of scale if they're going to make a less expensive game. Force Stern to be competitive. Because right now, as far as Stern's concerned, you're going to pay $8,000 for a game. You know, you're going to pay six, $7,000 for a game. They I'm know not. it. They'll get you. Well, you're not. I, I would. I would buy a pro if it was the right game. Yeah, oh, I'd buy you know? a pro. I mean, if I had I'm on, I'm on money, my second premium. premium now. They're both used, but I mean, you know, I I respect owning the next level up. Uh, I've never owned an LE, but it's just like if I was buying new in box, I'm just like, man, six thousand bucks is a lot of money. You know, I've only bought two games that cost that much or more. Yeah. And for me, it's just like, fuck, if I have to spend six thousand dollars, you know, to get something new in box, I want something new. We were talking about that earlier today. Was you know you can get because turtles is sixty one sixty one hundred yeah uh, yep. stern price you can get yes. a monster bash classic or for six yeah the same same price, same price as a pretty much as a new star sure you know or or attack from mars yeah or, or a medieval you know, not you a medieval <laughs> yeah no not it's a medieval too late. medieval starts at eight yeah medieval starts at eight but, yep. um, yeah I mean fuck man an attack from mars or a or a, you know a new box attack from mars. Or Monster Bash at six and change. I see a I saw a nice original one, but it, they want like seventy eight hundred for it. Uh, They're asking too much for asking eight, for, for eight, and this is original for eight, not you can remake. Get the for yeah, no for attack. I think yeah, you sold that. For, yeah, for 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 eight, you can get the new one with all the bells and whistles and that bitch and topper. Yeah, you know, I don't think you get the topper anymore, but you can get. But the, you could you can get the special edition. Well, um, Brad bought one. Uh, there were, he he searched for. Like weeks to get one of the last ones with the topper. What is it? The special edition? The special edition has the topper. No, it's like he, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how they break it down. They're basically their answer for the collector's edition. There you go. Right. Because yeah. and then he sold his to. It's up in Napa. To, uh, Garcia, Mike, Mike Garcia. Garcia. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he, he was telling me. Well, because Todd got his too. He bought his uh, secondhand. You know. Just he got a cheap, too. Gorgeous game. Did he really? Yeah, he got, I mean, for, for what it is. I mean, it wasn't dirt yeah. cheap, but, I mean, he saved some money. But, you know, he got the Martian green armor, and it's got the topper and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that they play great. You know, I'm, I'm a, a remake owner because I have my MMR. Right. And, you know, I think the remakes are, are fucking good. Like, I think that, that they're the best thing to ever have. I did, too. I played yours. I played the Attack from Mars and, remake uh, down at Flipper Room. You know, I, you know, I love the fact that, you know, it might be a chance to own shit that you couldn't own. Right. But, you know, I, I, uh, 
I also get why some dudes are like, hey, you know, originals are better. You know, there's a, there's a cachet, right? Like, you know, there's something to owning the real thing. But fuck it, you know, you can get in there, get in there cheaper. But, you know, 6000 bucks, you know, is, is entry level for a pin these days. And you can get some of the best pins of all time, as Alex pointed out. Yeah. For 6000 bucks, you can get Monster Bash and you can get Attack from Mars. Now you have Stern Pros, they're over 6000 right. and I think that they're talking like Hot Wheels is going to come in at, is it 6K or 65? Uh, no, it's like 61 or 62, so I 6100, so yeah, Something right like there. That. I mean, so American right, that's a market. lot of exactly. games. And that's, and that's, you know, from, MSRP, looks of it. from what I understand, so, you know, you talk to your distributor, you know, at 57 maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm throwing, you know, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, Plus tax and shipping. Yeah. Plus tax and freight. <laughs> okay, so, so we covered Butch, Peel, we covered Arcade, Arcade, Reopening. Hot Wheels. We covered Hot, Hot Wheels. Woo-woo. Toppers. Toppers. I think we should talk about Toppers some more because that's what we're talking about. some to Toppers some more? We have other topics, but. You know. So I'm about ready to buy a Black Knight Topper. Good. I told you you should. I don't even have a Black Knight Swords of Rage. I want to put it on my Black Knight 2000. Oh, dude. I'm so excited about yes. toppers that I need to buy a topper. You should do that and get some repro questions. <laughs> Brian and I had this. T- Brian and I had this. We all talked earlier today. Brian and I had this talk. Brian, is Brian obs- came by Brian's today. obsessed that I should put a new play field on my Black Knight 2000. I'm just the devil on your shoulder, dude. If I can't have any money to spend, I'll make my friends spend theirs. <laughs> If well, I put a new play code in any game, I'm putting it in. We were talking about toppers and back in the Valley Wednesdays, you know, the topper meant something, you know. It's like if you had a topper on a game, it came with the game, and it it did something, you know, for the most part. Well, there were exceptions. Well, you know, like with Whitewater, you know, which Brian owns, Whirlwind, which we both own. Fishtails, Doctor owned. Who. Doctor, yeah. I mean, you know. The Doctor Who hop, hop, uh, Doctor Who, the Dead Bath. Doctor Who topper doesn't do anything. Well, no. a few of them did. It should have like, looked <laughs> yeah. around. The, that's the, awesome. the early test games and like that. And then there's the aftermarket kit. But Judge Dread. Judge Dread topper does it? Cool. Doesn't, doesn't do anything. Do anything. It will it when cool. I'm done with yours. <laughs> it just, What's it gonna do? It just sits there. So I've been. Uh, what other games have static toppers? During the coronavirus thing, I've had a lot of time to kind of think and work on various. You guys know I'm up to my neck in projects and then some. One of the things that Dan mentioned, we we both experimented with the uh, fireballs, the the fireballs, the comet cells. Um, not disparaging their product, it's great they have something out that it works. I just wasn't happy with the effect. No. I thought it looked lousy. Again, my opinion, yours may vary. And we both agreed that'd be really cool somehow to come up with a way to do a fire effect that reflected on the eagle on Judge Dredd, like it was on fire. Oh, it would look. Awesome. Especially well, with the new shinier one that yeah. they make. Well, I've been doing some digging around online, and I'm pretty sure I can make it happen. Um, it involves getting two of the flame bulbs, taking them apart, uh, making a couple of reflectors, figuring out some resistor loads, and then tying it in. Because basically those things get rectified, rectified down from 120 to 1.6 volts. So there's no reason... I can't rectify it down to. Uh, well, I thought we had found like some some strips or some bulbs that did the fire effect. Twelve volt bulbs will, but I'm not sure if they'll if I'll be able to line them up uh, and have the effect go that way. I know that if I get those fire bulbs, because basically it's LED strips that are programmed to go off 
that are just bent around. Okay. So there's no reason why I couldn't get one of those, lay it out like on a bent piece of metal, reflecting towards that, tie them both in, you use the proper resistors to get down to the 1.6. You could run it off of the six volts easily and have it work. Right, Again, I, I haven't even, I haven't had time to really go into this much more than me thinking about it, but I'm pretty damn sure I can make it work. And my electronics knowledge isn't the greatest. I'll be hitting up like Cheddar and folks for some help, but I'm pretty sure I can design it and make it work. Shout out to Cheddar. He has become the man on, on pinball repair. And it just, man, you should see that Barracora that him and uh, I want to see it close up. George's cabinet, I mean, to kind of hark back to when George was on the show, is fucking gorgeous. Work for pinball.com, man. If you need cabinet work, George George Gonzalez is his daddy. And I pointed out to Dan right there, he did like a a blue sparkle for the blue on that cabinet. Just the pictures look good. It doesn't even do it justice. The lines are sharp. The, the colors are, are rich and like, yeah, it's got this sparkle to it that's just unbelievable. It's not stock. I'm sure you could do a perfectly stock Capri if you want him to, but this one's... It's beautiful. It's, it's just a little custom, but you know like how a lot of the Mirko playfields now, you can get with like the gold flake. And yeah. They, you know, they use it as a very beautiful accent. This cabinet does that. And then the playfield, I mean, we're still working out the bugs. It is a fresh build, brand new playfield, but like, it's the cat's meow. And that game is just whole beautiful yeah that plays great yeah, you yeah. actually got to see it up close oh yeah, yeah we got yeah, to play I, it, yeah. I i have yeah yeah we, we came across a couple of small bugs we got them fixed relatively quickly and i haven't heard back from Mike, so I'm it's fine. beautifully and it takes me back because that was it like the last episode i did was you know my old arcade the odyssey and i just kind of did a retrospective on it that game was in there i used to play it a lot yeah know? Well, that one was, again, that one's like some dude's restore. And it was like, you know, it's kind of a garage restore. It's nothing like this Barracora. But, you know, it's got a playfield overlay that had a good job done on it. And it's got a redone cab that's pretty decent. It's got some interesting wiring that we're going to clean up. And it's got a uh, a heart-stopping back box lock. <laughs> we we were we were uh taking it out. And we lifted up the, the head because the head had been laid down instead of unplugged and taken off. And uh, the back glass just flopped out. And it's got oh, that prototype style uh, repro that has the original series on it instead of the movie era uniforms. And just fucking Brian and I both like aged 10 years okay, in like a I, second. I, I was, I, for some reason, I was, when I was playing at Brian's, I thought, oh, that's the original style of that class. It so it, it is. It's it's a prototype of them in their uh, TV, show TV uniform, right? series uniform. That's, that's the one I like better, yeah. And the plastics match it. But when the game actually came out, because it came out in, what was it, 78, 78 79? Yeah. It came out right around the time of Star Trek The Motion Picture. And the original backlast had the movie, they put the them gray. In the, the movie, those, yeah, the gray movie fucking uniforms. fucking gray uniforms look like jammies. So, yeah. yeah, like if you're going to buy a Valley Star Trek, I mean, you know, you can go to CPR and you can get this plastic set and you can get this backlast. And, I mean, it's what's meant to be on the game. Because the Enterprise and everything on the play field and on the side is all the the TV series era Enterprise. And I'm like the swept back myself, you know, nerd alert. But yeah, it's it's fucking it's it's a great game, and I was yeah. really really glad. To I like the it way up. it shoots. That game needs a spinner, though. Yeah, it does. That's what it's missing is a spinner. And this one doesn't have like the custom ROM ROM that keeps you from just abusing the the scoop. So. You can still play it the old school style, but apparently for a competition now, there's a custom ROM that you know you can collect that once. Oh, okay. All so, right. I didn't. I didn't even know he, about that. 
I've been, I've been so busy with work and, and family stuff that I've really just kind of been off the grid a lot. I hadn't, I haven't played much besides ACDC uh, because I picked up an ACDC as well, but it, uh, a Lucy, right? Yeah. And I'm finally coming to, I'm finally understanding like how to make points on that game. And now I'm just hating it more because now <laughs> it's like that. I know what to do. I get really frustrated when the game fucks you, which it does with impunity. Like that game is a ball breaker. Like just does such janky things to make you drain. And you're just like, Oh fuck. It's worse. <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as the plunge on star Wars killing you 30% of the time. Yeah. I'm going to like, the right out lane. Well, when you park, what happens on ACDC is like, you'll park a ball in the cannon while you play a hell mode in the mini play field. And then the cannon will just swing out and it'll just fire the ball off at random. And 50% of the time, it like careens off the drop targets straight to the left out lane. No chance to save it. And you're just like, loser! Oh, and yeah, then Steve Ritchie gets in there and fucking makes fun of you. And you're just like, I could, you know, I could pick this little thing up and just flip it. But it's <laughs> super, super fucking badass game. You know. Well, I will tell you that I think Atticus has put on at least on his own since it's been at the house. At least played that game at least a hundred times. At least <laughs> well, wear it out before I get it home. Oh yeah, um, he came over when when he came. That you know, I didn't tell him a thing, and he came in. And he saw Papa. What's that? Oh, that's that's a pinball machine. You don't know where to. Eyes look. Can I play? It? Can I play it? And for a solid hour, I had forty credits on. He played them all. Nice. He got he he managed to spell ballet before I did, kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, "What's that noise?" He's like, I don't know. And I looked and he spelled ballet. I did it on my second. It's probably had a lot more practice. But yeah, it it plays like a and it plays like a beast. And the the game that play field is so nice and shiny, and the balls are shiny. You can see shout out to Mike Ridley. You can see the English on the ball while you're playing it, and I just I love seeing that where it's coming down. And you can see the ball moving forward at the same time it has like a backspin to it. And you can see it. And it just, it's gorgeous. It plays great. I think now that we're putting games in there, Brian, we should take Spanish Eyes over and set it up in there too. <laughs> I wish I had room. The reason I say Spanish Eyes is because it's another game that we will get in there without the head on it. <laughs> yeah. I'd play Spanish Eyes without the head any day. I love that game. <laughs> that, game yeah. that game is awesome. Did you guys see the women's finals at, uh, It Never Drains? That amazing save that I forget what. Oh yeah, it was, was awesome. But Spanish Eyes is the game of amazing saves. Everyone's all impressed with that happening. It's just like you guys haven't played much Spanish Eyes. <laughs> right. That's just one, how that was. That there's one guy where some asshole. I don't. I don't remember. There was some guy that I guess that's. I'm not going to mention names, but there was some guy. I guess that when someone made an awesome save, he kind of criticized it or whatever. Really? Yeah. Like me. <laughs> now that would be damn. No, I, I, I no, and I'm I, not trying to say it was a great play. It yeah. was an outstanding. She, did, save. she really, really recovered. But I was just like, Spanish Eyes is like a game of just amazing saves because yeah. of the way that that, it's that pop bumper and that nest of rubbers just and the ball would just come out of just straight hell. Yeah, that's, that's great. so good. That's definitely a game where if you could find it and have it done. A clear-coated play field on that game would make that game a absolute nightmare in terms of ball speed in that in that little pop bumper area. It'd be a, it'd be obscene. It'd be so cool. You get, you get it nice and sensitive with a nice slippery play field on there, and it would be amazing. 
just need a back door for the back box, and that came. I told you how to do it. How? Measurements in a, in a sheet metal shop, dude. It's four bends. Okay. He's right. So it's four bends and one hole for a lock, man. Spooky is shipping games again, and uh, shipping Rick and Morty's, getting more than Rick and Morty's out to folks. And uh, oh, by the way, if you have Prime, uh, things that go bump in the night, the spooky documentary is on free thanks Ooh. to COVID or was I watched it again I actually rented it a few months ago paid money for it it was good and I watched it again for free too um it's a good documentary and check it out anyway so they're shipping games they're doing good but they got a code update and uh they got a me six multi-ball frenzy yeah man they got some cool new code updates going on and it comes, I watched it and it comes with a topper that's really cool it's a uh, fun game. You got to get Swifty. Hold on. It comes with a topper. It comes with the topper. Man, we just got to keep tying in that topper. You got to get Swifty. Dan and I played it. It's a fun game. I we went played, to play it. It was broken. Well, we played. <laughs> and then we were COVID playing on prototype software, right? <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So we, we played we, the one that he went to play, but yeah. we went to play it. You yeah, know, yeah we went to play it. I got to go pee. So, yeah, fucking Rick and Morty is great. I mean, it's really good that they're doing new software and stuff for it, but I don't know why they're showing it off because you can't buy it. You got to get shifty. It's sold out, right? Like, it's. Oh, yeah, no, it's gone. Dudes are still scalping them. There's a dude in California right now scalping one. Like, 3500 bucks to get his place in line. That includes his $1,500 deposit. And then you still have to spend. So, you're basically paying $2,000 just to get his place in line. Yeah, and then you still have to finish paying for the game. And the game, I think, is like, isn't it eight thousand bucks or seventy five hundred bucks? It depends on which one you get. Like, there's like, the, there's like what the Bloodsucker edition. Which well, is the Bloodsucker uh, edition is just like any, yeah, any time that you order the one that comes with extras, you get the Bloodsuckers edition. I see. I don't know. I'm just I'm still out of the loop on that stuff. But it is. Well, I, I haven't really kept up since they first announced it. But like, it's, it's a super fun game, and they nailed it with the theme. It's TNA with Rams. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and. I'm not standing. I, I like Rick and Morty's a great I'm cartoon. Back. I like it, but I'm not one of those really weird, obsessive, compulsive people over it. It's fun. I, I like it, and that's about my level of of Rick and Mortyness. I'm not going to go wait in line for Szechuan sauce or anything like that. It's a fun game, and they did a good job tying it into the show. Got to get and it's fun to play. No, yeah the the fact of the matter is like they got the dudes from Cartoon Network to do the art. They got the guy who created the show to do the voices and write the scenario. And uh, they have some talented people designing and making games for them. You yeah. know, it was it was Denise who designed it and they got Bowen doing rules and they I don't know who the programmer was, but that dude's got that dude's got some chops. And like yeah, they did a great job. But I mean it, to me it's not, you know, and I think we talked about this last time, maybe it was lost or maybe even the time before. To me, it's not a game that's that it doesn't look like a game that goes for the money it goes for. It's expensive because it's limited. Right. But, you know, to right. me, it's like if you got Rick and Morty out there, you know, and I know that they're a small company, the economy of scale doesn't work for them. If you could make a game like Rick and Morty and sell for $5,000, you know, hopefully you'd sell $5,000. Right. You know, because pinball fans would say, hey, they're making a game, a good game, and it's not crazy expensive. We're going to support it rather than it turning into, I was just talking about how, like, there's a dude, I think, here in California who is selling his fifteen hundred dollar deposit for thirty five hundred bucks? What, what's what's you the know? base price on Rick and Morty? Sixty nine hundred. I think it was wasn't seventy five. I thought that was for like the the Bloodsucker edition. Which I'm sure. I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. 
I think it was sixty nine for the base. It ain't model. cheap. Yeah, but it's I mean, a seven thousand dollar game. It's what six six hundred seven hundred more. It's gonna pay for pro. itself at the op. And it's and it's about boutique game. And it's about a stern pro. Get swifty in terms yes, of its get swifty. You know, have you guys heard on the Spooky Pom Pinball Podcast the last two episodes? In the beginning of the beginning of the show, the show intro, they actually have the guy from Rick that does the voices. Justin, name. Justin, Justin Royland, yeah, Royland, Royland, Royland yeah. doing a thing, doing doing uh, Lion Man, uh, Lion Man or whatever. It's fucking great. I haven't listened to the <laughs> it's Spooky Pinball it's, podcast in a while. I was listening yeah. to the newest episode. They come out every month on the first of the month. Listen to the new episode the other day in the work truck, you know, on the road. And I just love hearing it's like, you know, him, Justin Rowland doing Rick is, you know, it's like Lion Man or whatever. Lion Man. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Defeats the ball rock. It's, like I said, it's a fun game. But like Dan said, does it look like it should cost what it does? Well, <laughs> probably not. But there's a whole bunch of games out there that don't look like they should go what they go for. No one here. I'm pretty sure things at Tron LE should go for like nine, ten, eleven thousand dollars. They do, right? Well, but I mean, Tron LE didn't sell for that price. No, they didn't. No, they sold for like what? Sixty-five. Yeah. No, they're less than that, weren't they? Everyone I know got one for like around sixty-five hundred. I think. I thought they were like fifty-six, fifty-seven. I could be wrong. Who knows? There was a long time ago. Well, you think about fuck. When was Tron? Like two thousand what thirteen? Two thousand twelve. Man, now I'm feeling like ancient. But no, it was it was legitimately what, like what, one what, of those what things. Um, I don't know what the fuck you got. What is it? Me seeks costume. Oh, okay. Okay, Alex, we'll find if out when you show up. If you when, show up for the wearing that, you automatically win. No, that's not till Halloween. Yeah, Anybody heard about heavy metal? That, yeah. Automatically win. Uh, heavy <laughs> metal is just a what? It's a retheme again of uh, no. Isn't heavy metal? It's just a re. It's just a over- reskin of Star Wars. Essentially, I think there was a couple yeah, of changes. Like, yeah, heavy metal. But I mean, it's just yeah. kind of. It's kind of just kind of in the backdrop. Now I think they're really just pushing Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I think. Oh, it's, I have no idea. Did well, that, it was, a, it was that was a boutique game, right? Like it was ordered by the magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a, it was a ordered contract by game. the company that does the heavy metal merchandising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know a thing about it. Um, honestly, didn't care. Just. I love the movie. Yeah, me I too. love looking at the comics when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. But that's about my limit of it. Like, you know what's great wrong. is when we started recording. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Uh, the fireworks stopped and the uh, wind stopped, <laughs> and the ghetto bird came up. So I'm just looking for it. So, guess uh, mine's playing tricks on us. <laughs> yeah, heavy metal. Like that's another theme that I'm just like, man, I wish that was a real game. Right. Yeah, I agree with Dan, especially. It'd be really cool to see it based on the movie, just because I've. Is it? It's a. Sh- let's be honest. It's a crap movie. It's got a cult following. Oh, it's a what, great like movie. What are you movie? talking about? It's fucking amazing. It's a crap movie. I love that movie. But I watch it once a year. It's I, so good. Oh, I watch it all the time. Dan's, I think, is probably going to my house at least a half dozen times. Oh, yeah, in the past eight months, and it's been on. And the yeah. soundtrack is just so good. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong with Don Felder. Or Sammy Hagar, Hagar, Sammy Hagar, or ELO, or whoever else was in there. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Circle, uh, uh, Riggs, Trust, Journey, yeah, Stevie It's Nick. great. No, like, imagine if like a real company Grand had gotten Fun. their hands on that, right? Instead of Stern. Like, if Spooky had made heavy metal, like, and based it on the movie, it would have the soundtrack, it would have tits all over the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be crazy violent. You know? <laughs> the only thing I could imagine, the only thing I would change in that, and this is just me because I'm a Futurama fan, is that 
uh, what's his face after he would, uh, sorry, I'm drawing a Bender. blank. No, cap, who's the captain? Stern. Stern would have yeah. to be replaced by what's his face from Futurama. <laughs> um, I would absolutely kill for a Futurama pick. So yes, right. so would, so would, uh, Spooky Malcolm. would have to do it. I Mal- think, I Malcolm think constantly. Dad, when are they making a Futurama pin? No, no, Mal. Everybody wants it. Yeah, everybody wants some. Yes, they <laughs> everybody do. Everybody wants some. Yeah, I would kill to this day for a Futurama pin. I'm sure it. You know, I could see it happening in the future. I think Spooky would have to do it. I don't know if Stern could pull it off. They they certainly got the. Uh, the hot rumor was always that that's what Simpsons pinball party was supposed to be. Yeah, they certainly got the cloud now. Too. I mean, think about it. Spooky's got the cool. The coolest things about Spooky is. Is they've got incredible clout and well earned and respect from not only the pinball community but the the properties they work with. You notice that that they're really hands on, and you know they're the little guy. Dominoes cannot say enough good things about Spooky. That's true, and you know what? Like that's actually, a- and if you were ever on there, like when they were pushing Dominoes, like the dude from Dominoes who apparently is some sort of crack pinball fan, absolutely was loving. Really the spooky pinball crew, like it was. Oh yeah, was well, I mean, because they're just. I mean, my God, if you have and that's people, a fun fucking game. That's a great game. It's a blast. What, Domino's? Yeah. yeah, Domino's is super cool. I played it, Joe. It's a fun. Yeah, game. Domino's yeah, it's a fun, is a fun game. game. Yeah, it is. I keep I keep eyeballing all the Domino's as I drive by to see if they have one. Yeah. No one around here too. It's Apparently, like, they're not like literally and, not and, allowed to have the machine inside of a Domino's. Oh, really? Unless they get some sort of special dispensation. Yeah, because it's just that's not how Domino's pizzas are built. You know, no. they're really all. I actually went to Domino's right, focused when the, and, right when the COVID first took off and everything was closing down. It was like nobody wanted to cook one night, and it's like, fuck it, let's go get Domino's. We haven't had Domino's in forever. There's one not far from here, and I just I drive by it occasionally, but I never go there. You know, it's like, Okay, I'm, I, I said, is it the one on Folsom Boulevard? Yeah. That's yeah. the one that Brian and I went to the other night. Yeah. It's it, fine. They make a great pizza for eight bucks. Yeah, they do. The pizza was good. I, I was happy with it. Um, Brian, yeah. I would even I would even go out and say that that deep dish pizza that they did, the pepperoni, was good. Well, I liked it. it wasn't even just passable. It you was know, actually I used to eat a lot good. of Domino's back, way back in the 80s and early 90s. You know, and I, I mean, I hadn't eaten one. I hadn't had. A, I didn't. You know, I never really ate a Domino's. I hadn't had a Domino's in like twenty years, at least. And I was like, let's go get Domino's. They're they're good pizza. They're decent pizza for what you pay, like Dan mentioned. Yeah, and they're actually that new like garlic crust they have oh. is really good. Yeah, we and, got three pizzas for twenty five bucks, and none of them were like you know like the pepperoni was a was a deep dish. And the other two were like more of their deluxe kinds of pizzas. And you know what? I'm not going to put them up against any sort of real pizza place. But I mean, they were passable stomach lining. Yeah. Better. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's good. You know, what, what we were referred to in the Navy days as good industrial grade chow. Well, and like you mentioned, there's those nights pizza, sometimes. Pizza being hungry. Where you don't want to cook. Yeah. And, you know, you got seven people here. And, you know, I got me and myself and the boys. And it's just like sometimes like, all right, I got to feed. People are going to mow down on this stuff, and I need to do it cheap. But it has to, it has to be all right. Like, well, you know, with you and the boys, you can do what? One large? <laughs> it depends. It really does. Those those, those two little guys can eat. Can't uh, they are like on this really weird, like opposite schedule. Where one guy's like, "All right, gross work time. I'm eating everything in the house." Right. And then the other one will be like, "I'm not hungry." 
And then they'll like they'll just randomly swap. I think That's like at night, Seth and Vicky. I think at night they go to bed and they're like, "Hey, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow you're, you're gonna eat you get to in the eat house, and then you're not gonna want anything." Then we're gonna swap because there's some nights where, and it really depends on how they're feeling. You know, they're they're kids, so yeah, they'll like peanut butter one day and the next day they hate it. Right. You know, I think earlier late last week uh, I made ribs and Atticus ate almost a half slab of ribs to himself. <laughs> Here's his first time having ribs. I love that kid. I, I love both your boys. They're just just, awesome. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> You're like, you would have had to fight Atticus for him. <laughs> I think that's what I have for dinner tonight. You know, Seth's birthday dinner, so we picked out what he wanted. And uh, 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 he wanted steak, so I picked up some decent ribeyes. He wanted lima beans. No, peas. He likes peas. Here's the thing. He likes peas. Mickey likes cream beans. So we had uh, ribeyes and... Uh, do we have with them? I'm buzzing good now off this beer. Um, <laughs> scintillating oh, pinball. I know, right? Oh, baked potatoes. So I picked up so Domino's I picked, pizza. I picked up a Velveeta cheese sauce or packets of Velveeta, like you put in the macaroni. Yeah. But there's the packets of the cheese. And then we had some, uh, we had some uh, cheddar cheese in those little containers, you know, for like, like nachos, but it was cheddar. You had cheddar's cheese. We already had those. In, we already had those in in stock. And I also picked up some nacho cheese. Plus, the boys can make nachos, which they're probably doing now. Um, and then I picked up real bacon bits. Um, you know, a couple bags of those, and you know, of course, sour cream and butter. And we have cheddar. I could shred, but I thought, oh, the the. I, I took the Velveeta cheese and put it in the potato, and then cut, like unloaded the fury of God uh, with bacon bits. Oh man, it was a good meal, and the and uh, grilled the ribeyes. Um, I just did salt, pepper, garlic powder, and uh, onion powder, and grilled them, and they came out fantastic. This is so off of pinball, even I'm tuning out tonight. I know. Evidently, we all should have been over here for dinner. Yeah, no yeah. shit. I gotta, I got, I gotta do another. Like, yeah, well, you know, we'll just throw a table out here, a picnic table, and I gotta have you guys over. We'll grill some pinballs working. That'd be get great. the pinball, yeah. get all the pinballs up and running. We'll do some nice dinner. He's like, only if Brian had space, would get off his ass. No, you know, well, you know, I, the garage, I got one half of the garage cleaned, and I took a dump run today. I'm doing the other, nice. we're, well, the next Dumpster month, fire. I've got the, I've got my repair crew from uh, home office coming. They're going to uh, start doing some work. I did a new, I did a new faucet in the kitchen last night till about 10 o'clock, because the old one was just on its last leg. Anyway, I'm sidetracking, but I'm buzzing here. <laughs> um, it's just it's just so good to have you guys over it's so good to be here you know um anyway spooky spooky's doing good check out on amazon prime the spooky pinball documentary things um, that go bump in the night things that go bump in the night thank you dan uh bump that go things in the night is is your oh oh shout out to um yeah uh, the beer guy, the, the beer guy. Uh, God, we can't wait for bar arcades to open. Shout yeah, out no, to the guy uh, who did the uh, thing. Uh, 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 thing. Thank you, thing. The it. guy in Minnesota. Uh, uh, the pinball guy. Brian Kelly? No. Lloyd? He's going. Lloyd, thank you. LTG. 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 He's going to be, uh, he got the worry. He can reopen Show next week. me what week. you got. God bless his heart. I wish I had the money right now. Launch those geeks. I would jump on a fucking plane and fly out just to put 20 bucks in Lloyd's machines. Uh, God bless you, Lloyd. If you're listening, man, shout out to you. shout out to all you guys who weathered this horrible storm. And uh, LTG is a good solid uh, dude. Yeah, man, he's 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 just he's a saint of pinball. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, oh, dude, he was great in the RGP days. 
Yeah. Year, year, this is during the RGP days. Years ago was my first trip ever, and I was still with Best Buy, and I got to go to Minnesota for it. was my first time there, the corporate campus for a training. And um, Brian Kelly doesn't remember me, but that's fine, whatever. Well, he was probably <laughs> drunk, so. Well, what, what happened is I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Minnesota. I would love to come and check out Lloyd's place, but I don't have access to a car. I don't have access to a car at that point. Uh, Brian picked me up at the corporate office. Him... Lloyd and a couple other guys whose names I don't remember, and I apologize. They took me out for beers and burgers at some brew pub that was awesome. They took me to Lloyd's place. Uh, I played a bunch of games, and this is this is pre Big Bang Bar remake. And he wanted to know if I wanted to play his Big Bang Bar, which is off all the time except on certain days. And he has a real one. Yeah. And I said no because you know I, I'm going to be playing the remake here soon, or is either that or shortly after the, they came out, and. About midnight, and I was like, hey, I need I need to get back to my place. And one of the local guys came and picked me up, gave me a ride back to my hotel. They were awesome. It was way more than I was expecting. Every single one of those guys is great. It was a blast. And pinball people are just the best people. They really are. Absolutely. It's just a weird thing that, you know, you look back on it now, it's like, hey, random strangers, I need someone to pick me up and take me to play pinball. And they're like, all right. And they'll do, do it. And they'll yeah. do it, and we all will. Well, that's how Dale well, and I met. We were all bros on RGP, though. Like everybody was, was so, so small, cool, you know. That's what yeah, I met like, Dan. The first pinball party I went to was literally like the guy you with know, the invite on the open internet. He said, "If I don't know you, just check in with me." It's first. so funny too because for years <laughs> I'd see you on Pinside, and I'm like, "He's in Sacramento. I got to meet this guy. He sounds so cool." And then we finally met, and now like we live what three miles from yeah. each other, and it's great, well, you know. Dan, like Dan mentioned, Rob Bell put out the invite. Yep. I'm having a pinball party. Here's my address on the internet. Oh, like you said, if I don't know you, please send me an email. Hey, Rob, I'm Brian. I know Cliffy. Okay, come on over. And then Dan was there with Will, and I was dating some other girl. Yeah, we were just literally like, hey, we like pinball. Uh, we're in Sacramento. Is and I'm not cool? a serial killer. Oh, uh, it wouldn't have mattered. The funniest thing about that too was like that was when we met like pretty much everyone in SAC, right? Well, that was we met Cliffy, and like he thought it was hilarious because we were like a little starstruck because fucking Cliffy, and so gotta get Cliffy. It's all like, hey, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm Cliffy, and it's just like, holy shit, you're Cliffy, and then I'm like, hey, Will, it's Cliffy, you know the guy who makes Cliffy's, and Will's like, fuck yeah, and we're just, I mean, Cliffy just was Cliffy is one of the sweetest humans that's ever walked oh, this dude, earth. Yeah. And this had to be you like, gotta get Cliffy. Like in 2004, 2005, maybe. It's like 2005. Yeah. It was, oh, wow. I think I 2005 is when I got into it. That's maybe. when I first met Rob Bell, first met Dan, first met Will. And that's when I was like, I knew who Dan was through SPG. I knew from the RPG that he Gunstar, lived somewhere you know. near me, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I knew it was Gunstar. I didn't even know his real name. He did a very good job of hiding that. I didn't even try. We just all used handles. But it was it was great to meet everyone that way. You know, and... That's well, it's it was, like when I first met a lot of the guys, it, you know, uh, Rusty and I knew nobody. We were me. still up, you know, in Butte County, and uh, we went to our first Pinagogo. And Sparky didn't know, I just knew him a tiny bit from Pinside and he at a Sacramento Pinball Group. And he invited us to the barbecue, and we brought, uh, you know, a dish or two and uh, met all the Sac Pinball Group guys. And I talked to him a little bit online and, you know, met. Uh, you know, Steve. And uh, we've traced that moment me. back to the beginning of the downfall of pinball in Sacramento. Just Pretty so much. Know. Yeah, I fucked everything up. I always, <laughs> you 
You know, it's, it's... We have the before Spencer and the after Spencer. Before Spencer, everything was great. After Spencer, just... It's like, yeah, it, it was BS and AS. BS and AS. It's like, I moved in and everybody's lawns died. It, it's a mess, you know? All our games broke down. The balls rusted. You know, it was terrible. JJP's got a teaser video up. Oh, excuse me. Show your words. No, nothing. Just showing their new Chicago new technological lines. advances. Rumor mill has that they're going to be putting Bose sound systems in their games, some kind of connectivity. There's supposedly, supposedly, okay, uh, a certain podcaster, fucking all name him. I listen to his show. Canada has got pictures of the Guns N' Roses game, supposedly, and he says this bitching. So. And they got some new stuff. He does have on. a big boner for Guns N' Roses. Well, this isn't the first time that Bose has been put into a pinball machine. Uh, Data East on the Phantom of the Operas the did a very small run with the Bose systems in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and Carrie Richards used to have one, yeah. and it sounded amazing. Now, granted, and Dan knows speakers as well, this is when Bose made good stuff. Bose right now. Back think, in the days of when the 901 was real new. and all No, that. the 901 was real new in like the 60s. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. What was, wait what's the little, the little cube ones the, with the big bass unit? The Acoustamass. The Acoustamass. I, I was stationed in Hawaii. And, you know, like at the time, you know, you had stuff like uh, 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 Good Guys and Circuit City just coming around. We had our own across the street from Pearl Harbor on the Air Force Base at Hickam. It was called the Sonic Boom. And, I mean... Because you can get stuff dirt cheap there because there's no taxes, right? Was there a guy with, like, real long blonde hair working in there? There fucking was. (laughs) It was Guile. Okay. Yep, exactly. It was like, like, nice segue, by the way. We're talking, like, 87. Oh! Oh, that's when Street Fighter came out. Yes. I remember remember going to the Pearl Ridge Mall in Pearl City, Hawaii, and playing Street Fighter, not Street Fighter 2. Street where it had fighter. the big pads, yep. and you beat on them. I was playing. I was playing pinball, and I was playing. What the, I was playing some other video games, and I saw all these kids gathered around the Street Fighter game, and I was like, oh, it's "87, yeah, yeah, it was 87." But we had the Sonic Boom. We we're segueing so badly. I'm segueing so badly tonight. But I'm really That's glad. That's not even what segue means. So I, that tells you how I, badly I'm, you're doing I'm a fucking train wreck. That word. <laughs> that word. I don't think you know. Um, I think it means what you think. It means. And, 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 we'll get, and we'll get towards the end of the episode, the shout outs. I'll get to it all. But, um, you know, with everything going on in the world, I just, I, I seriously, I, I just want to hug all of you. It's so glad to have you here. I'm pretty right sure now. we haven't offended like the four people who listen to the podcast. Yeah, anymore, right. So. Uh, they're probably just like, thank God he's finally putting out a damn new episode. The dozens and dozens. Of the Guns N' Roses is supposedly going to have a Bose speaker system. The, that's the rumor, you know. And I, I get my rumors yeah. from Canada or Canada. I, you know what, man? I dig his show, <laughs> even when he's going off on a rampage. You know, I, I like everybody's podcast. You know, um, so I listen to them all because I'm alone in my truck. The Douchebag Pinball Network. Happy members, right here. Right <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm uh, I'm I, I'm alone in my truck a lot, and like I said, we've been just. You know, with the lockdown and everything, man, business has been great. Um, and the weather conditions and everything. When we had those few days of that 100-plus degree weather, things went insane. And, I mean, it was just like the phone would just ring. I mean, constantly my phone was going off. Can you catch one more emergency call while you're out in Antelope? Yep, I got it, you know. Um, but, yeah, yeah anyway. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, we know Guns N' Roses is coming. We don't know when, but it's coming soon. You know, um, we need to see. I, you know what? I really, really, I mean, I, I played a couple of games on at the shows, and, and uh, there was a collector up in Par- uh, uh, up in Oroville when I first got into when I first bought my first couple of games. It was really nice. Uh, guy named Dave, really sweet guy. Uh, he came over. He helped me do some repairs. He showed me how to do basic repairs and maintenance. He was really nice, you know, to a noob, and uh, he had a Guns N' Roses. I went to his house, played a couple games, and uh, Guns N' Roses he got for four hundred bucks because it needed a board. Uh, this was two thousand eight. She got spoken deal. Uh, two thousand seven, maybe. Um, two thousand seven, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. He got a bunch of games like that from an old operator, um, and then I played yours a bunch. That is a fantastic game, the Daddy's Guns N' Roses. It's, it's jam packed. It's no, great. It's 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 one of their best games, you know. And Dan, you know, you know, I sold mine. It was the second game I ever bought. Uh, I had it for fifteen or sixteen years before I sold it. Uh, and I really don't. I don't miss it. I'm like it's been on its butt in my garage for almost a year now. Right. I don't miss it. I, it's going towards a good thing. The only, you know, and I was actively going to trade it for like a Houdini. I, I was dead set. T- I, I still, I would still would have done it. Yeah, we talked about um, that a bit. It's a good game. It's fun, and it's staying local, and you guys can still play it. And it's a, it's a good game. And mine was in reasonably good shape. The play field was one of the nicer ones I've seen. Yeah. And Mike's got it, and it's. Oh, I don't. Yours, was, yours was great. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a fun game. In the next tournament, we'll probably be playing it. Well, yeah. he, he he took the massive sub that was underneath it too. I made him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Dan was there. No, I'm uh, excited to see that, yeah. Guns N' Roses. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. Guns N' Roses is a great game, and I'm sorry to see it go. I'm glad that it went where it went. Right. I am not going to miss moving that heavy son of a bitch. Yeah, that's definitely a... <laughs> that, you thing, know, those, that thing is definitely Star Trek The Next Generation. You know, people <laughs> bag on some data east. You know, I, I miss my Royal Rumble. That is an underrated, fantastic game. Lyman did the code on it. Um, it's one yeah! 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 Oh, yeah! Dude, that game's got so much going for it. Man, I got a Slim Jim all of a sudden. And you know what? <laughs> Make right? the tag! And a, great, and a great cool little feature with both Guns N' Roses, because that was the last two Data East games, was Royal Rumble and Guns N' Roses, is there's a captive ball that you hit, and it hits up into the pot bumper. And that's how it scores. Oh, that, that was my favorite, one of my favorite shots in Guns N' Roses. Yeah, like the, the one mat, thing I never the did. scoring. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Matt scoring. Matt scoring is the loops. That's the yes. duff, the duff targets are in there. Target, okay. so the, the one thing, the, the one thing I never did in my game that I wish I did is I should have put a power ball in there. Because uh, when I first got that game, you know, I barely knew Dan. I think Dan got one right around the same. No, it was right when you got your Twilight Zone. I think. And, so, uh, so you got that Guns and Roses right before I did. Yeah. And and then you know, and I was like, oh, you're about you bastard, because it was it was a good buy. I mean, Guns and Roses were not super expensive then. And then what, 1600, 1700. And then I got my Guns yeah. and Roses. Paramore is what I paid, but yes. Yeah, I got my Guns and Roses from a, a similar deal. It was like a weird, like a three way trade. And so I, you know, I got a Guns and Roses. It's awesome. And yeah, fucking, you know, they were, they were around and, you know, they were super cool games. And mine eventually ended up with it. I traded mine for Simpsons Pinball Party, which I thought was a great trade. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up going to Carrie Richards for a while. And then God knows where it ended up after that. The Carrie, Simpsons? Carrie had two. No, Simpsons ended up was Justin's for a long time. I Carrie? Sold, I sold that shit to Justin for a wink and a smile. And then uh, 
And then he uh, he had it for years and years and years, and then he eventually sold it off. I was yeah. a little bitter he sold it off. I think he now has another one. <laughs> the, the thing with my experience with Data East, and I've now worked through three of them extensively, like lots and lots of work, is that they play great once you get them kind of dialed in. I hate using that term, but tuned yeah. or dialed in. Yeah. You know, when I first got my Guns N' Roses, the pop bumpers were normal Data East pop bumpers. The ball would hit the, it would hit it. Nothing would happen. Yeah. It was garbage. I got them adjusted, and they'd lose the adjustment. Ended up, I ended up swapping out spoons. Way back then, you, there, there was Data East spoons you could buy in Bally's, and they were or Williams, and they were different sizes. Now I think they just have the straight Williams-style spoons. And if I remember right, the Williams ones are slightly shallower. And once I put those into the game, I got way more activity. You know, the duff, you had to adjust, you had to adjust the switches so the ball would, the sling would actually work. Right. They just took a little bit more work to get to play as good as the Williams that I had at the time played with a lot less attention to detail. I've owned two Data East, the Royal Rumble, which is the first GMD game I ever bought, and it was the third game I I, I ever owned. And then uh, the fourth game was uh, 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 Lethal Weapon 3, which I think I paid 800 bucks for at the time. And it had some GI issues, and then that guy Dave came over and – yeah, help me figure them out, and uh, both of them played played great. Got I paid twelve hundred bucks for that Royal Rumble at the time. Bought it from an older couple up in Red Bluff, who'd had it for a few years. It was clean. It played great. It I wouldn't say it was collector quality, but it was very nice. And uh, that's the one I traded straight across for the Lord of the Rings because the guy hated Lord of the Rings and loved wrestling. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lord of the Rings didn't used to be expensive. And yeah. It was a heavily like, routed were, Lord of the Rings. They were coming off a route. It was a heavily routed Lord of the Rings. But it was still in nice shape. The cabinet had some dings and scratches, some pretty good dings and scratches. The head looked like somebody ran through a narrow doorway about eight times. It'll um, fit this time. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> you know? But, I mean, it was solid, and the plate fill was nice. Everything worked. It was full LED. Um, it had the aftermarket. Uh, little uh, guides like on the path of the dead, so where it went all the way down and just, yeah. just drop off. Um, you know, it was fantastic, but yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, time and money and down the road, love to have. I'd love to have a Guns N' Roses, and, and I'd love to have another Royal Rumble. Um, that is a fun game with a great rule set. My last one I have, you guys know, is Tommy. Uh, I love Tommy. Yeah. It's the most. It's absolutely the hardest game I've ever owned. I still. Your Tommy's great. I've I never got him on the high score yeah. list, but it, I got a real, real nice Tommy, and it plays great. But it's going to be the one I have to sell because I'm not going to miss it. If I said to sell my whirlwind, I would miss it. If I sold my funhouse, I'd. That means I have a terminal disease. Yeah, no, don't don't sell your whirlwind. Don't sell your funhouse. Don't sell whirlwind. I'm not selling Whitewater. So Tommy's the next on the list. If you sell Whitewater, you have to sell to me. It's not for sale. So I know, but I'm just saying, if you do have to do it, just tell me. The uh, I'll miss Tommy. I'll it's a, mine. I'll, mine's I'll great. Save, I'll save that one. Mine's great, and I put a. I thought about saving Guns and Roses, and at the end of the day, you know. What do you think is a good I price for your Tommy? Thirty-two, sale, thirty-four. So there you go. <laughs> mine. Four. Four. Okay. I have. It's unfaded. It's undrilled. That playfield is immaculate. And I hate that turn too, but well, you guys have all me. seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's nice. Yeah, my Tommy came out nice. The 
The shooter lane was professionally repaired. Your Tommy is like the least janky Tommy. Well, I remember how much work I had to put into it. Oh, I know. Uh, the blinders work. Oh, the yeah, spinners actually spin and don't stop the ball. Uh, I just It took a lot of work to get it to work right, but I got a good deal on it, and it came out nice. It has the topper. You know, and that's the one I'm going to have to sell next. I'm going to miss it. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, if I want another one, I can always find it. But it's going to take a lot of work to get to play how mine does. You had the original ROM in that, right? You don't have the, like, uh, Michael had uh, Michael Hosier. Um, no, I, I, I kept the original ROM in there. He had the um, aftermarket, which is cool, too. The aftermarket ROM, the only reason I would have got so the aftermarket the Greg ROM. the Preach. The only reason right. I would have got the aftermarket ROM is because it makes way more use of the blinders. And let's be honest, that's one of the best integration toys from a theme for a pinball machine that's ever been done. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I I honestly played it more with the blinders completely on all the time than I did normally. Dude, yeah, the blinder the blinder challenge is pretty fucking fun. And Hold on the start button and extra ball button. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I would have got it was because it, it integrates it more. I'm not a big fan of some of these ROM updates where the simple thing is they increase the scoring so you can get a high score easier. I think it's a cop-out. Usually what you're seeing them do is they're adding more randomness. Like, there's a lot of games that have, like, a, like uh, Jurassic Road Park. Show. Yeah, and Road, Road Show was great. Yeah, Jurassic it, Park, you know. Road where, Show, though, didn't change the amount of – didn't change the scoring. Yeah, it just changed just it of, so, it was, so they randomized. Yeah, so that you you know the very linear games are a little bit less linear. Yeah, and a lot of the games, honestly, they reduce the scoring so that they're not so unbalanced. Um, I know that there's some creature custom ROMs like tournament ROMs, so just I mean it's fine, but I'm not putting in tournament ROMs, you know. No, fuck that noise. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's games are great. I love them. You know, and the only part, the only bad side about the games, besides the amount of work they take to get to play as nice as a newer game. Is that parts are more expensive? Yeah. Like, oh, man. hey, what's his name was selling my uh, my last action hero. I yeah, I remember was, you I mentioned think he was that. selling it for less than he bought it from me for, too. So really? if anyone's looking for a good deal, okay, on a you picked that up here at my house, and I don't that, remember what he paid you for it. Yeah. Wait, it was like Who'd 20, you sell your last action hero to? Was it Pat, Patrick something or the was other? Was it 2500 Patrick, uh, I think it was, a, it was, it was right around. Patrick and right. Oakland? Yeah. No. Oh. Woodland. Oh, Woodland? Dude from Woodland. Oh. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he was too. selling that. And he was selling a dread. Oh, okay, I saw that. Ad. Yeah, the dread was a little, a little on the high side, although it came with a lot of nice stuff. Uh, uh, it had the Dead World mod. Dead World mod. Is there any Judge Dread out there that doesn't have the Dead World mod? Yeah, yeah there's a lot. Really? Uh, topper. I think that, I think the game's better without the Dead World mod. I will really? be straight honest. It plays better with the L7 ROM. But the Dead World mod is cool, and, uh, you know, I have it in mind. But, yeah, I think that the game actually plays better. In fact, it plays better if you just bypass that entirely, and the game will never go down into the actual planet. Hmm. Because that just it just slows the game down. It does virtual locks anyway. Right. So, yeah, you know, uh, Judge Dredd is just a way faster, better game where, when it doesn't use the Dead World. But the Dead World's the eye candy. You know, it's got the balls that are it's orbiting so the neat. planet. It's, it's so, yeah, it's the, just crane, cool. the crane is just a magnet on a stick, but it works good. It's so cool. <laughs> That's not the Easter Bunny. That's just a magnet on That's a stick. A, exactly. <laughs> That's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> no, and Dan's right. A it plays, is a sailboat. It plays better without it, but it's just, it's so <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> the Edward mod's cool, and I'm glad that you keep kept it in there even after the headaches. And well, the because mode. Martin basically told me in no uncertain terms, he's like, "Oh, the hell with that." Yeah, he he's over, you know. So the guy who makes the Dead World mod, uh, or at least for the company, the mayor owns the company, who makes the Dead World mod. Like he's in my game, like and he's a short little guy, and so he's like got his legs basically hanging out of it, and he's like, he's like, "You got a paperclip? Oh, never mind. Here's a piece of wire." And he like rips it off with his. And this dude's like a rocket scientist. Like this dude <laughs> makes rockets, and he's like stabbing things, and he's just like, "Okay, it's this." And he gives me the thing, and and you know, I run over, I have it fixed, put it in, and everything works. And I was like, Martin, you're, you're a miracle worker. And then he took my optos to fix them, and he still got them, but that was like five years ago. And uh, but he, you know, he took, gave me the advice that you know, I've given to everybody who's ever had trouble with that dead world. It's like, look, if the optos work, the mod works. Your optos have to work because that's how the game knows where the ball is. If your optos are flaky, mod doesn't work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my optos are working. Does the mod work? No, then you're missing you're off, an opt-out. Yeah, something's you know? wrong. I, I'm with I'm two minds right now. Not about the Dead World mod. Uh, although I'm like, oh, wow, I want to play one without the Dead World mod. Because most of my plate have been with the Dead World mod. Yeah. Um, just to keep us going, just talking about random shit from <laughs> the down and out. There you go. <laughs> or, or to cut this show off at the legs because we're at 140. Um, I'll give an update when you're done. What's that? I can do an update on what I'm working on when you're done. I've got a lot on the plate. So. There you go. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, so you've had two beers, man. You are definitely not I'm as good Mr. Dude, life. I can't. I'm Irish. I can't hold my <laughs> And I'm tired. It's been a long day. So yeah. I was up early and running to the dump and. You, know. you were talking like we were going to be drinking, you know, dumpster fires. Oh, dude, I have a fully stocked liquor cabinet. <laughs> during the during the during the zombie apocalypse, I okay, leave me we, alone. We're not going to okay. live, but give, we're not going to be sober okay. enough to know listen, that we're dead. Listen, give me COVID cash and then let me go to the fucking grocery store, and I'm hungry. Bad fucking idea. Because um, like that old joke about being the proud owner of aisle seven. I literally am the proud owner of aisle fucking seven. Uh, I, I just started buying random shit. Um, it, it's actually, we've got it down now because we haven't gone right, shopping. Pinball, shop, shop. Did you buy a pinball, pinball machine with your COVID money? Yeah, me and my COVID money didn't buy a pinball. Oh, see, um, all right, moving no, on. But, What's, what was uh, next on the floor? We, we, we fully, re- I took dad to a uh, uh, Total Wine War a couple weeks There's ago. There's no getting him on track. And, and we, we restocked the liquor cabinet big time. Total anyway, Wine. Um, yeah, the pinball machine. The pinball yes. machine. No, uh, uh, we're gonna get to shout outs and thank yous. Who wants to start? I thought Brian was saying something about things he was working on. Oh, well, okay, Brian, things you're working on, then shout outs. And- so, I guess the project that's almost done is I have uh, Henry Nanjo's Star Wars trilogy. Uh, originally, it was gonna be just flame polish the ramp, and then I took off the ramp. I realized, and I you could see the plate a little bit more clear, it was an absolute just dirty mess. Became a shop job, flame polished the ramps, uh, waiting. Eric Seifert is doing a well job for me, so thank you, Eric, for all your hard work on that. He is a righteous dude. For well, the, the, the kick well, out. Eric. And he's been on the show. I started yes, reassembling it, and it was, it was being held on by like a wink and a smile. All the welds are broken. We found by looking at it that it was actually two spot welds were missed when they originally built it. Oh, yes. <laughs> good Sega quality right there. And then a repaint on the front for where the, the lockdown bar holes were. Uh, that's been a headache with the COVID because with all the stores closed, trying to match paints has been difficult. I don't have COVID. the right colors. Uh, in a lot of places like Michael's, we're doing in-store. You go and pick up, but they won't let you into the store. 
Right. I need to go with a picture of the paint colors. I need to see if they have it. I can't just guess. No, Brian, you're not doing it right. What you need to do is you need to show up with a hand truck and a pinball machine and go, hey, can I get this? <laughs> I actually was going to break off just the front of the game and glue it back in. I hope Penner didn't notice. Um, <laughs> so that's almost done. Dan dropped off his World Cup soccer for a repaint in a shop. Uh, that was going great until I injured myself, and now i got to relearn how to paint with my right hand. But Dan seeing the, the, the side I did get done came out yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, some touch-up. And uh, mostly, it's it's going to be Brian's favorite shop. It's mostly just a new part install. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a In fairness, man, if you haven't seen Dan's World Cup, then you're not local. Or if you are, if you're not, if you are, call Dan. Come on and see it. It is a it is a good play. It's a real it is nice, a solid nice. player. It is a play. solid it's, playing world. It's a cup. solid player grade game, but it's going to be a nice player grade game when we're done. With There'll it. be some touch ups to be done. Uh, still working on the heavy metal meltdown. Uh, got one side just airbrush on that's been on hold because I again I can't airbrush with my, I got to learn how to airbrush with my right hand. I thought it'd be a very easy thing to H- learn how to do. H- when MM is underway. <laughs> What's and that? HMM is underway. Yeah, I started the board work and on that. R- and uh, RBG is G-O-N-E. And yep. then I'm going to be bringing over Devil's Dareson to have them get that back up and running again. Well, as soon as the as soon as the scoop kickout is done, then Henry's game will be playable, and it's just the front touch-up part. And that just may be I go over to his house with the paint and I do it. Uh, the holes are all patched. It's smooth. It's ready to go. It's just matching. The brown I think I got is getting that bronze gold kind of reflective paint to match which has proven to be a royal paint in the butt where well, I, I think put, what you do is get like some jar jar bink stickers and just use the means that cover up holes slap a couple of those suckers yeah. down and done it's it's just it doesn't it doesn't look right i've gotten the colors i've put them on there it, it was close but it just it's off and it looks weird uh and like yeah, you'll get it on dan's game like you know i had the i started on the left so side well. and i'm just well, can to, can to you it. get those at the hobby shop? They don't have acrylics. Oh. And I use acrylics because I can wipe them off if I fuck up. Right. You know, that, and that's that's the problem. Uh, Dan, I was working on the other side of it, and when I, got, I was getting brush strokes, so I couldn't I couldn't paint on and not leave brush strokes with my right hand. Yeah. So, excuse me, I have to learn how to that, I've been doing that all night. What, brush strokes with your right hand? No, burping, yeah. It's the same. <laughs> He's been struggling with his right hand, all right. And, oh! I, and, I, did, oh! and I did finally get the Funhouse trap door fixed, so it actually comes up the right amount, which I'm happy with. Funhouse? <laughs> Dan, it's so nice it's now. You get, even that little hot shot will go in there now. It's like where it hit the door and gets stuck. Nice. <laughs> it's so nice. Even though my game's a total beater, and I did do a quick wipe down of the playfield, and that rag came out okay. black. Your version is a total beater, and... What I've seen it shows or on location as total beaters. NASCARs. My fun house is pretty well beat. Dude, his fun house is beat, but it's beat in like the way that it looks like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like it's very decrepit looking. It's not it's still a nice fun house. Like yeah. to me, it's like, there's plenty I think that we should make it, it we should like clear coat it like that so it always looks beat up and make like a super evil looking trans light, like make like it looks all broken down and graffitied and the people look you know, like evil and insane and, and it'd be like in like a nasty evil fun house, but you know, he's got all the parts to actually make it nice someday, so what a shame. Yeah, that's kind of where it sits. Don't um, you have a new playfield for that? Got a new playfield, got new artwork. Murko got, or got, uh, 
No, I no, don't. you have a Chicago. This is like uh, I have an IPB, day, like IPB I, yeah. style. Yeah. yeah, I have an OG IPB. It's dimpled. I have to do the T-nuts still. Uh, the story with that is when what happened is when I started looking for one, uh, originally I got my fun house and then there was nothing available. And then one year they did overlays. And so I got an overlay like dirt cheap somehow. And I still have the overlay. And I was like, okay, I bought uh, a used play field for like a hundred dollars on eBay. And I was, my idea was I was going to sand it and then do the overlay and back then, the, the thought for an overlay was you would cut it up like into thirds or sixths or whatever. You lay down those individual pieces, let it cure, and then you do the clear coat, and you wouldn't have so many issues. Ah. I don't know if that worked or not. I never really followed up on it because shortly after I got the overlay, the repros came out. And what ended up happening is Steve Gregoria got, he put in a repo play field through IPB, never heard back, bought another one, and they find they're like, hey, do you want this other play field? And he got it, and I purchased it through him. Nice. He used my second play field to do the mapping of all the top and bottom holes and everything and then transferred on to mine. Wow. And so it's just waiting for me to really my skill level to get ready to do that. And right now it's just it's a more just a facility. Like we need room and uh, rotisserie. But yeah, I need two rotisseries and, and I he need doesn't, space. And did you not want to start with that one? Oh, Whitewater's first. Okay. Because I love Whitewater, but Funhouse is a keeper. So I will learn on Whitewater, and the mistakes I make on Whitewater, I'll make sure I don't make on Funhouse. Nice. But it, See, it'll, I it'll happen. I start on Funhouse. Because I, I still remember when Adam bought that uh, 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 Mirko. Uh, he came back from uh, uh, Arcade Expo with the Mirko Funhouse. I was like, oh, my God, that looks beautiful. Well, the, he got it in the game. Nice, man. It's, it's beautiful. Well, remember remember the, the first Mirko run they did was like a quarter inch too long. Oh, was and it? People really? were, yeah, people were having to cut them down or sand them down or something like that. But it, mine's, mine's absolutely beautiful. It's been in the closet four years. Um, Curing very nice. Well, I believe yeah. Tom Cruise <laughs> actually uses it as like a, a bedboard, I think. <laughs> Tom, is he still please, at your house? Damn. Tom, please don't sue me. I want to see Top Gun 2 real bad. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be nice when it gets done. You know, the only thing I don't have for it is I don't have a reproduction translate because when they first released those, they were garbage. And then for a hot second, really nice ones came out and they're sold out immediately. I know now they have back glasses, but back glasses give me a heart attack, as Dan knows. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Man, I'm so pissed off uh, off the subject thing, but on the backlash thing, like for a minute they were making backlashes for Indiana Jones and for Creature, and now they're gone already. Already, they yeah, sold wow. out. They didn't sell out. I, something happened with the license. Wow. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. It'll get done sooner or later. You know, it's just that's my definite. I will never sell game. I will sell every other game I have before I sell that fun house. It's just it's my favorite game, and it was my first game. First and, in, last out. Yeah, yeah it's. That's been well. You can't sell all your games now. No. My first game was a hundred dollar uh, Gottlieb Pinball Pool System One because I played it as a kid in the arcade. Yeah, Pinball Pool. And was I fun. got it for hundred bucks. And like the faces on the playfield, half of them were gone. It was bare wood. <laughs> I had a blast playing it though. You know, so well, that's how most you know most people get started. It's like they buy that beater game and yeah, you know, let's see. Adam's first game work. was Who Done It. Yeah. 
God, I love that game. That yeah, game. me Summer too. Summer is so cool. That is a good first game to start off with. We've all sold our new debits, and every one of us is like, whoops. Oops. Yeah, I've got oh, an old fuck. one, but that's one I want to get and keep. Yeah, Henry's is really nice. The problem with having Who Done It, though, Justin is Kelly just like, one too. it doesn't stay playable forever. It for, And Dan, you and I have discussed this. I love the theme, and I love the music. That no, film noir thing yeah. does it for me. No, me too, and that's why I had it. And that's why it stayed as long as it did. But the problem with that game is just it is not a game that like you can keep going back to. Another Dwight Sullivan game. Yeah, it, and it, Barry Osler. It, it, it could have been so good. It really could have been so good with just like a little more code. Well, but, they could always do a retheme to L.A. Noir. That would be <laughs> fucking fantastic. That or just somebody can write the code. That was a great game. Yeah. It's just not popular enough, and they only made a couple few thousand of them. Yeah, so. they're not exactly. Yeah, it. Todd Techie likes to call it who played it or who bought it. That's who right. Was, <laughs> back in the day before, yeah. before Pinball took off, there was a bunch of games that were on that list that were just – they were considered dogs and stinkers. And one Judge of the, Dredd. the old thing was they the, the really bad games, and you might remember this, Dan, they called they disem, they disemboweled them. And when you post an RGP, you put stars where the vowels were. <laughs> and that was they disem, that's how bad the game like it was like who played it? Um, there's a bunch of them. But who played it's the one I remember the most. And it's Popeye. just <laughs> Popeye. See, I love that game because we had one at Sunrise, not Sunrise, but at uh, Roseville Golfland. Yeah. Like a really nice brand new one. Popeye and uh, it was working. And so I played that shit there all the time. I just, so I love. When I had a chance to own one, when I started buying pinball machines, you know, I could, I could fucking, I can have a whodunit, so I bought one. Yeah, it was great. And yeah, we played, we played the shit out of it, but mostly I did, because I think Will was much more taken with Dread. And just eventually, it was just at the point where, like, I could just stand there and just be like, Someday flip Will's going to come into some real money. Animals on the and, left. And he'll have a dread. And Same his animals. life will be perfect. He doesn't want a dread. He wants zombie. a Rob Zombie. And there was a Rob Zombie in Utah, like for 4500 bucks. And I just I texted that to him. And he was just like, someday, man. I was like, they're getting they're getting cheaper. Yeah. I, I like that game. <laughs> Rob Zombie's so good. I, I think that so. Game. I think that game. All right, guys. Though. We're at nearly two hours. Let's have uh, an hour to go. Yeah, there yep. we go. Exactly. Uh, Quitting as a midnight yet? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Well, well, the fireworks started again, so we're obviously yeah, right. Somewhere. I just noticed that. No, but the wind died, so that's eleven thirty. Lock is lit. Lock is lit. And so it's, am I. Let's let's wrap it up, boys. I love that Rick and Morty. <laughs> he says that. All right. And so am I. Oh, I, well, you guys go ahead with shout outs and thank yous. I've got mine. Shout outs to the people at Spooky Pinball for making an awesome Rick and Morty game. Damn right. Oh, the new code update is great. I watched uh, Carl D'Angelo on IE Pinball play it. It's terrific. I don't have any shout-outs. Just good and to good to see everybody, it's too. It's good that everything's slowly coming back to normal. Yep. You know, and just be safe and have some fun. Shout-out to Brian for working incredibly slowly on my game so I don't have to find a spot for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and for helping me extract that Star Trek and uh, let me have him set up at his house. Man, it was going like fire with that paint job until I screwed up my arm, too. That just, <laughs> I had the entire right side done like in three days. And it was everything was going great. And then my normal bullshit caught up. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just give an update. I don't really have a shout out or thank yous. Uh, you know, with the world being crazy, um, I'll just say everybody. You know what, man? It's it's just 
the easiest thing in the world to do is just, you know, treat other people like you want to be treated and just, just, you know, be kind and nice to each other. Uh, so, but I'll give an update because we talked about it before on the show. You know, my wife, Marianne Rusty, has been battling cancer. Um, she's been doing immunotherapy. The, uh, the treatment's going really well. Um, her doctor's been grinning ear to ear because uh, the progress he's seen has been amazing as far as uh, uh, shrinking the tumors. Um, it's, it's immunotherapy, and there's two different... Uh, chemicals or products that she's being given. I can't remember the names of them now, but one of them, it actually literally says on the label, human program death receptor, which should be a main, you know, a name of a metal band. Um, but she's reacting well to the treatment, but it does have a share of side effects. And, uh, um, you know, so they're giving her other medications to counteract those. Um, but she's doing really well. And I want to thank everybody for their well wishes. And, uh, you know, we're doing good. And, uh, you know, life's moving along. Seth, you know, his birthday's Monday. We had his party today. The boys are growing and doing really good with all this crazy world. Hey, fireworks. Ho! Ho! Uh, and my dog is now underneath the couch. Yeah, right. Um, so thank you guys uh, for uh, supporting us and tuning into the show. I uh, want to thank the Roundtable crew for showing up tonight. And, uh, you know, still sort of social distancing. Alex, move move a foot over. Kidding. Yeah. Um, Quit breathing on me, Alex. I, 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 I we really put I, I put literally no effort in this. I wrote, up, I wrote up the topics in about five oh, minutes wow. while I was getting the oven preheated for the baked potatoes. Um, it's just good to have everybody over. Good to be back. Which is on the four air. more minutes worth of planning than we put into most of these. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I, I know, right? Uh, no, so you know what? As, as things are starting to return to somewhat bit of normal, I strongly encourage you to go out and, uh, you know, meet with friends, play pinball, play pinball on location. More than ever, local mom and pop and family-owned businesses. Out need, of more arcade. Yeah, need, yeah, need your help, need your support. Um, go out and put some money into the games, buy some food, buy some drinks. Get out and live your life. Um, I had an experience four years ago where I had a nasty flu bug, not COVID, but I spent, uh, yeah, COVID four years ago. That's, that's yeah, no, I spent six weeks in the hospital after not missing a single day of work for um, 10 plus years. Um, so just the worst thing I can see any human doing is living in fear and don't, um, tomorrow is promised to no one. So go out and live your life. Um, you know, don't be stupid. Don't be reckless. But just live your life, man, and go out and do the things you want to do and hug your kids and, and your friends and uh, play pinball. Keep America strong. That's it, man. We're out. We'll see you all soon. Go out and play some pinball. Tacos. Yep, there we go. <laughs> all right, good show, guys. Good show. Great good show. show. Yeah, it was great. Not a good show. Not a good show. Not a good show. Guys, me and Alex just.